Well, in lieu of the Disaster Artist trailer coming out just a couple weeks ago, we decided to finally do it. We finally decided to watch what many consider the best, worst movie ever made. We finally saw the Tommy Wiseau classic, The Room. We're talking about it tonight. Plus, that Comic-Con happened, so old me and T-Max over here got together and we made up a top five of the most anticipated things that we're looking forward to that came out of Comic-Con. Who did it right? Well, we all have all that, plus news, all that and more on a very special review. Re-V-U. Oh, hi, Troy. <laughs> oh, hi, Joel. Uh, welcome to the Review Reviewer Show, where two small-town dudes give your big, dumb opinions. <laughs> I'm Troy to the max extreme. I'm just a chicken. Chip, 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 chip. Chip, 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 chip. Today we are going over the Tommy Wiseau, the Citizen Kane of bad movies. <laughs> Uh, it's a good call. The room. It wasn't that was not me. That was somebody from the New York Times that wow. said that. <laughs> we are reviewing the room. Yeah, not room. The the room room. The Tommy Wiseau special movie. <laughs> is. Uh, before that, we've got a slew of things to go on. We, we teased last week we we're gonna have a special guest. No, no nope. show. No. Nah. Pulled Didn't out. Show. He pulled out. <laughs> pulled out. <sighs> so, you just get us. Yep. Sorry. No, nothing special. <laughs> uh, but anyway, before we get to that stuff, here we go. Comic-Con was this last weekend, and boy, howdy, for a while there. That Saturday was a busy day. Yeah. It was just nonstop. Just lay in bed and watch trailers. That's that's it. And we'll get to those a little bit later, too. Oh, yeah. We got a special segment for that. That's right. Doing something a little different. A very we'll, special we'll countdown version of You Know What's Done. Oh, boy. Uh, before you get into any of that, we've got other news, starting with, and I like this one, Wonder Woman 2 now has a release date. Oh. And I'm a huge fan of this release date. Wonder Woman 2 is it on your birthday is getting released December 13th. Oh, my birthday. Snap. 2019. Oh man. So we got a few years to wait, but I'm pumped. If it's anything like the first one, I'll be happy on on my B-day. Oh, look out. <laughs> oh, so that's good news. I also saw the release dates too, uh, but I don't remember them. So there you go. There you have All it. Right. But staying on the DC movie train, JT, David Ayer, yeah, uh, the director of Suicide Squad, Tank Movie, (laughs) what was it, Fury, yeah, yep, uh, is, was set to direct the Gotham City Sirens, yeah, that is no longer happening. Oh, no! And I don't know why. Girl power. (laughs) Don't know why, because this news was apparently absent from the DC panel 
that was at uh, San Diego Comic Con. They want to bring you down. They want to bring you up. Bring you up. But Keep this you up. was just not there at all. And people were asking why. Why we're excited to see Harley Quinn return in another film. Sure, there's some people that are saying that. <laughs> uh, but David Ayer is out. Don't know why. Maybe it's because the only PG-13 movie that he ever made was a critical uh, unsuccess. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we don't know. He never gave any reason on why he's just not attached to the project. Maybe uh, all the rumors are true that he did not get along with Warner Brothers as much as uh, he let on during the premiere of Suicide Squad. <laughs> They're great. They're great. Did my check go through? I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More than likely. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Are you uh, Are you uh, bummed that David Ayer's not taking up the helm? I am just so fucking sad. No, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. No one really... It's just like what Suicide Squad was. No one knew or cared about nah. what it was. Nah. Now, Suicide Squad's like... A huge tentpole in DC Comics, and I don't know why. I never found it really all that interesting. It's like a a one-note gag. Like, yeah. all these bad guys, and any of them could die at any moment. It's a cool concept, but it, there needs to be, like, some history behind it for us to actually know what the fuck is happening. Or actual consequences. Yeah. If all these people are popular enough, they're not going to kill them. <laughs> like, do something risky and kill Deadshot or Harley Quinn. Like, make me feel like anything could happen because they're bad guys with bombs on their necks. Make me feel like something could happen. Oh my god, I heard, I didn't see it, I didn't see it, but I heard something, like, uh, uh, the Justice League trailer at the end when, like, uh, (laughs) Alfred's like, they told me you'd come. I guess there's a meme out there where it's like, (laughs) Alfred's saying, they told me you'd come, and then they show Slipknot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like that. I think a little too much. (laughs) Uh, More on the DC movie train. Let's just stay on the DC stuff for a second here. Uh, Ben Affleck. Talking about people being out. Uh Uh-oh. There's a rumor going on around San Diego Comic-Con that Ben Affleck not only is not writing Batman anymore. Yeah. Or directing Batman anymore. That he might not even be Batman the character anymore after Justice League. Ooh, now, shit. he put those rumors to rest at a panel at San Diego Comic-Con that's saying, no, I'm not I'm not going anywhere. But what was the big hubbub then? How did that take off? Like, he just is not going to be Batman anymore? Well, Troy, you see, there's a thing called people not having lives. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they just uh, big will... Big part of that. I feel like some of this must have had like a nugget of truth in it, though. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure there is. Like he's been been driven crazy by people just constantly oh, yeah. Ever harassing since he him. Said he was gonna yeah, be Batman. just yeah. being like, "Oh, you writing directing Batman? You writing directing Batman? No, I'm not anymore. So you're, gonna be, you're just gonna be Batman, right? <laughs> be Batman. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, you get you maybe guess? not, guys. I guess Batman's not gonna be Batman anymore. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just <sighs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> He even was so adamant about it on the panel that he used the F word, JT. Oh, no. He said, Look out. I fucking love being this character. Look out. There's kids sitting in that goddamn panel. What are you trying to do in Hall H? Affleck? What are you trying to do? This is a family show. Come on. Hall H is where 
parents, magic happens. Where parents wait 13 hours in line <laughs> with their kids <laughs> to go see stuff that's going to be on the internet six hours later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, more DC movie news, JT. Okay. The Flash movie that's coming out. Apparently it's gaining a little more traction uh, than maybe it might be made. <laughs> There's still no director attached to it as far as I can remember, but... uh, It's more likely that it'll be made? Maybe. (laughs) I'm not sure. At least they have an idea of what they want it to be, and it's going to be adapting the story Flashpoint that uh, changed up the entire universe in the comics to the New 52, in quote, universe. Oh, where uh, where, uh, uh, Bruce Wayne started to look different <laughs> turned into maybe somebody else who's still Bruce Wayne but now he looks different yeah you're you're catching on yeah <laughs> you get it and like maybe things that people didn't really like from the other movies didn't actually happen you're catching on quite well JT <laughs> but the only thing is that's not the next movie in the in the sequence aquaman's out after justice league and then the Flash, I believe. After okay. That? So no one needs to really care about Aquaman then. I guess not, because <laughs> if they're gonna do Flashpoint, anything that they don't like, they can just retcon out of there. Yeah. Because if anyone doesn't know fl- what Flashpoint is, Barry Allen goes back in time using his speed powers yeah. to save his mother's life. In doing so, causes a ripple effect through time, and then changes everything. Bruce Wayne may not or may not be Batman. Superman may or may not have been on the scene. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman have a war going on between Atlantis and Paradise Island. That would be pretty cool to see. Okay. Uh, judging how Aquaman comes out, I could see a Themyscira Atlantean war. That would be pretty, pretty, pretty cool. How do you see that if we haven't even seen Atlantis yet? That's what I'm saying. If it's not good, they can <laughs> retcon it and then make it good in the Flash movie. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. So I just think it's a really, uh, really jumping ahead in that Flash movie. DC jumping ahead? No. <laughs> no. Come on. No, no. Troy. Yeah. Quit rushing to conclusions. Everyone knows that DC takes their sweet time and makes sure that everything makes sense before it actually comes out. What was I thinking? I have plenty of faith in DC. They they always cross their T's and dot their (laughs) I's before something comes out. I must not have my head on straight. That's why everything that comes out from DC is perfect. Well, I mean, what was I thinking? (laughs) Uh, So, maybe look forward to Flashpoint? If they ever make the movie or have signed a director or anything else, who knows, JT? Maybe Lord Miller will go back to it because they seem to be not doing anything at the well, moment. DC seems pretty fucking uh, desperate. They'll probably put anybody on that's like, being like sure, I'll do it. <laughs> anybody? Uh, do I get any more DC? Oh, I've got a bit of DC movie news, and this one's a bit of a chuckle. Okay. Light on Henry, me. did you see the Henry Cavill? Oh, I heard about this. It is pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, during the reshoots of Justice League, yeah, Henry Cavill is also filming Mission Impossible Six at the moment. Yeah. So he's going back and forth between sets 
to do the reshoots for Justice League and also film Mission Impossible 6. Yeah, because I guess he plays a character in Mission Impossible 6 called Mr. Mustache that needs a mustache. I guess. Anyway, Henry Cavill <laughs> has a mustache and a decent looking one at that. It, is, it, it does look good. He does have. He looks good in a mustache. I can't. I cannot deny that. Regardless... Paramount Pictures, that are producing and distributing Mission Impossible 6, said he cannot shave that mustache, because I guess it's integral to that character. <laughs> there needs to be a scene in Mission Impossible 6 with that mustache, like, fucking... Deflects a bullet or yeah, something. Yeah, or like, <laughs> I don't figures know. out nuclear codes or something. <laughs> he has a hidden note inside of it that has nuclear codes on it. I seriously hope there's like a scene in like the third act of the movie where he shaves the mustache. I <laughs> was <laughs> like, we need it for the first two acts. We're filming the first two acts while you're doing Justice League. Oh, that'd be so good. Regardless, he do- they can't uh, allow him to shave that that, not. that donut duster off that top of lip. Not. So Warner Brothers is just letting him film the Superman scenes with a mustache, yeah. and they are going in and digitally taking out the mustache. And I heard it's going to take like millions of dollars millions to make it look flawless when you could have literally handed him a fifty cent bic razor to shave it off. Yeah. And then put a fake mustache on until nope. it grows back in Mission Impossible 6. No, nope, he can't. He's got all those action scenes. <laughs> Maybe mustache wig technology isn't here yet. Yeah. Maybe it's just not as good as, like, real hair wigs. <laughs> it's just not there. I can't wait to, like, see the budget for this movie and then try and figure out how much of it was mustache CGI. <laughs> That's a very good stat to find. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I find that quite... Hilarious. The mustache controversy. Yeah. Controversy. Controversy? How do you... Con- contri- controversy. <laughs> Why are you talking yourself into saying it wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to say it like somebody from the UK. Controversy? No, it's not. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's move on to the other side. Marvel. Gotcha. Had a bunch of news dropping, JT. Starting with... Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so the the defenders had a bit of a trailer come out, and yes. what did uh, not come out though was the anything about the Punisher yeah. except in one panel where they showed some um, what was like a sizzle reel of the Punisher. Yeah, and. From what I hear, it was met with raucous applause. Of course. Well, it's at Comic-Con. Who's going to boo? Like, I'm I'm the only one that's seeing this. Well, I'll tell you what they'll boo in just a minute. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Because my other side of this is something not quite uh, so fancied by the crowd. Okay. But the Punisher, I guess, is amazing. And from another podcast I heard of somebody who was in Hall H said that the Punisher stuff is going to be really freaking sweet. And it's coming out this year, isn't it? Yeah. So what the fuck is... Where are they holding... What's the holdup? I don't know. I don't know why they didn't show a trailer. Maybe they're still filming it? That can't be right. But anyway, it sounded like it's amazing. Yeah. Like uh, like at one part, I think uh, the Punisher is chasing down a guy... And he, the guy was like, 
you know, killing me is not going to solve anything, right? And the Punisher just like, I know, and just blows his head off anyway. <laughs> and it's just like, holy shit, that's so fucking sweet. Oh, so good. What the crowd was not so warm towards, whatever, or however, was the next Inhumans trailer that they showed at Comic-Con. Yes. Was met with laughter. Yes. From the entire hall. I don't know what was shown. I don't yes. care what was shown. The Inhumans looks awful. <laughs> it looks just awful. Jesus. We might just have to set that aside just to review it outside of our test pilot. Because <laughs> I feel like gonna, I would. There's going to be some things being said, I feel. I feel like I would say things. <laughs> uh I would I would definitely watch the first two episodes of the Inhumans that are filmed in the IMAX format. Oh god. For a review. You would go to IMAX? No, I would just go to the theater to see them, but they're showing them also on TV. Yeah. So. I'm not going to go to a fucking theater to watch something I know is going to be terrible. <sighs> god. But that uh that was that about gave me about a big of a chuckle as the mustache controversy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> was Inhumans being laughed out of the theater. Yeah. Very good. Moving on, JT. Uh, more Marvel news as we're staying on that train. Do it. Captain Marvel, in Ooh. fact, uh, had a little bit of stuff talked about. They have got obviously nothing yet. Yeah. But they showed test. Um. Or concept art, rather. And I guess the costume is going to make uh, fans happy. Also, it's going to be set in the 90s. So Yeah, it's I read be... somewhere it's supposed to take place like before, like pretty close to right before Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be almost 10 years before Iron Man. Oh, shit. Or more so. Yeah. Because Iron Man happened in 2008 or something like that. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Except in Iron Man 3, where they go to 1999. True. <laughs> in the very beginning. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, Captain Marvel will be set in the 90s. It also will involve the shape-shifting alien race, the Skrulls. Okay. So many fans are uh, want to believe that the fourth Avengers movie is going to be a secret invasion storyline and in that in the comic books was the scrolls impersonated the superhero community and were like had little sleeper agents across like like 10 different superheroes or whatever. so it's like marvel's invasion of the body snatchers yes yeah <laughs> and like so what they're assuming is that somebody dies at the end of infinity war and, and then, then comes back as a scroll, and their body transforms back into a scroll. So they're like, "How long have they been here this whole time, and we didn't even know about it?" Oh, and they're gonna set shit. that up possibly in the Captain Marvel movie. Ooh. That I think would be fucking really that would be cool. Pretty sweet. And then then the last like phase before uh, Avengers Four is just like, what if it's what if it's Tony Stark, and then you're like, how, like even you feel betrayed, where it's like. Yeah. Has he been an alien the entire time I've been watching? Right. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> fucking sweet, dude. Uh, so, yeah, th that's what people are speculating. Whether it's true or not, I have no idea. But I find it, like, a pretty freaking sweet idea. That is pretty sweet. Um, I'm for it. So the whole, like, phase four or whatever it is will be, like, um, 
like a mystery throughout the rest of the films. That'd be cool. And it'd be like a, yeah, it'd be like a diversion from what they're kind of doing now where they're setting up for this huge battle. Right. And then having it go down to, okay, we defeated this giant enemy, but now we have no idea who to trust. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't that be friggin' sweet? Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. Also, I hear that Captain Marvel will not be in Infinity War. So that's another odd thing to throw into the mix. Also, Nick Fury will be in Captain Marvel as well. And he'll be sporting two good peepers. (gasps) He won't be wearing... Are we going to see the origin of that eye? (laughs) We may see the origin of that one goofy eye. Shit. The origin of the eye patch. Shit. Shit. (laughs) Excited about all this Captain Marvel news, JT. It sounds interesting. I'm for it. Me too. Me too. Hopefully they set things up so it all just like really pulls you towards yeah another Avengers movie. I mean, people obviously will want to go see it anyway, but it's kind of weird after they're doing this huge thing in Avengers 3. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you do after that? And if you make it almost smaller and take it inside, it's like a, a mystery. Yeah, where I have to like, you, you've been spending this entire time trying to fight this outside force, and now you're like inside the whole time yeah oh my god i'm hard <laughs> i feel it from here i feel the heat <laughs> radiating i feel the heat from here i think oh i got one more bit actually two more bits of normal news psych <laughs> shit uh you know what i'm gonna bring up one of them in another segment gotcha so my last bit of marvel news is the leaked Avengers Infinity trailer. Yeah. Were you did you want to talk about this later? No, I'm not going to count this in the Okay. I wasn't <laughs> going to count it either cuz yeah. it's not a real release. Yeah, and I still cannot fucking hear a goddamn thing anyone's saying No, it. it's even, all even loose. though you showed it to me like almost 3 times. <laughs> and I'm like, "Troy, just turn it off. I don't fucking know or care." <laughs> uh, but it uh, shows the arm hair rising on peter parker woo right i can't watch this leak shit because anytime people just go nuts for the like they don't go nuts for like actual cool shit they go nuts for the dumb shit where it's like dumb small stuff yeah like the uh, i know what this is so i'm gonna woo so everyone knows that i'm i know more than them But uh, it show, I guess it shows like uh, Peter Parker and his new Iron Man-y type I saw, suit. I saw it a little bit. It's hard to make this out. Iron Spider suit thing. I'm not a huge fan of the way that when looks. When they showed it in the fucking, in uh, Homecoming, I was like, God damn, that looks sh- shitty as fuck. Yeah, really gaudy. Yeah, like it looks, it looks like a CG mess. Yeah, I don't like the way it looks. And I, it was kind of hard to see on screen and... On the leaked trailer, too, because it's also at, like, an angle, and yeah. there's some chick's head kind of in the yeah. way. But, uh... I just want to hear, like, that like guy the in the video looks. that, get out of the way, I'm fucking recording this. I'm trying to pirate this shit, bitch. Get the fuck out of the way, I want to show people this <laughs> shit later. Uh, but what it showed, oh, Thanos doing his planet-tossing thing, which I brought up uh, last week. Yeah. That looked pretty tits. I, like I, that. I couldn't really tell what the fuck it was, but... I couldn't tell... I just saw him, like, put his hand in the sky and, like, act like he's throwing, and then, like, it looked like a fucking meteor or something was coming down. That was about it. Right. I was like, I guess it's a planet. Yeah. But from what I've seen, Thanos looks like a freaking brute. He does. Like, just... when he shows up, he's got a fucking presence. Right. Like, there's, like, a... He, like, punches Iron Man in it, and it feels like Iron Man dies. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I just got that from a shitty angled, like, trailer leak. But, like, he fucking socks Iron Man. It just looks like he just dies on impact. It's like, Jesus Shit. Christ. It's gonna go join fucking what's-his-name in the hospital bed. <laughs> Oh, like Rhodey? Yeah. <laughs> so just gonna, two paraplegic yeah, be like, yeah. suits. There's going to be like walking on those fucking <laughs> things together. You know what? That'd be pretty interesting. They can't walk but unless they're in Iron Man suits. There you go. There you go. Marvel, I'm giving you plenty of ideas Marvel, here. start sending us them paychecks. <laughs> uh, anything else in that trailer? I don't remember too much of it. Yeah, I don't... It looked... Pretty freaking sweet, and I'm waiting yeah. for an HD version to come out because I'll yeah. watch the shit out of that. I feel they're they're gonna be wait they're gonna wait at least until Thor comes out because I feel like there's some stuff they show in the beginning where it's gonna be some kind of a fucking spoiler for Thor. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. like they go to like some weird like it looks like like the fucking scene from like Star Wars where they go to Alderaan and they're like, "There's no planet here," yeah, and then like yeah, Thor yeah. like falls into the, like I feel like it, there's gonna be something where like something blows up. Right. At the end of Thor. Yeah. Yeah. But he looks like just how he does in Thor Ragnarok. So he does. you can only imagine it happens like boom boom, like yeah. right after. Who knows, man? It was pretty sweet though. I liked it. Uh oh, you get to see a little bit of Star Lord and Doctor Strange. I really? Guess, I didn't see that. about. Like he's like Doctor Strange is, like, shooting, like, magic platforms, and Star-Lord's, like, running up them and shooting his gun. Oh, shit. Whatever. Who knows? Anyway, I would love to see this in an HD version and not some angled one that's yeah, blurry or with some chick's head in the way. Yeah, <laughs> You can only hear half of every word because everyone's wooing. Yeah, everyone is too busy trying to make everyone know that how cool they are because they're seeing this when <laughs> everyone else has seen the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> Seriously, get a fucking life, people. <laughs> Their life is Hall H. God JT. damn it. Uh, I was seething when I was hearing these people fucking wooing. <laughs> well, I got something that might perk you right up. Give JT. it to me. I know you're a fan of Deadwood. Yeah. Guess what? Deadwood, the revival of Deadwood is happening and it's happening back at HBO. Good. The home box office. To catch up with I didn't I didn't watch the last season of it because I did hear that they like end on like a note where they just end. end. Yeah. Ugh. Like it even like ends on like the third season like ends Mid on like sentence. a cliffhanger where like everyone's about to like go to war and then it's like yeah, we can get another season. Nah. Shit. But there's some really fucking cool characters in it and it's a good show. Yeah, I heard it was really good. I've never seen any of it. And I don't know if this is going to make it's all me on HBO want go. I know. You don't have to tell me twice. Get that Oliphant. Oliphant's in that, too? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oliphant's in that. And, uh, God damn it, who plays Swearingen? Swearingen is the best because he just, he, like, ends, like, every sentence with cocksucker. <laughs> what a tough guy. Oh, dude, he's awesome. Like, he does that shit where, like, he'll, like, just, like, conduct business with people while he's, like, taking a piss in the corner. <laughs> what a power move. I, I like know. It. It's awesome. I like it. Uh... Moving on, JT, Jared Leto. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the uh, Joker in the Suicide Squad. I think that's his second name now. <laughs> but I think it is. It's Jared the jo Joker Leto. <laughs> uh, this is not DC movie news, though, JT. Oh, my God. Jared Leto is reportedly in talks to play another comic book hero. Not in DC, not in Marvel, 
but in Valiant's new comic book movie universe that they're trying to spur. And he will play the titular title hero of Bloodshot. Does Bloodshot send people rats too? No. Okay. Well, we'll see once he starts. Right. I mean, we'll see. Like, this doesn't even make any sense, Jared. Like, I mean, the Joker doesn't say I'm also the Joker, right. too! <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like Bloodshot as a character. He's pretty yeah. cool. Do you but, like Jared Leto as Bloodshot, though? I don't think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Jared Leto right now. Like, I, I like him more in his serious roles. Granted, I haven't seen all of those either. But He's like, really good in Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, I heard that, and that's the one I haven't seen yet. Yeah. But I, I'm i more of a fan of that rather than him... Yeah, I, I like know, him more when he's like, like, if he's like more hero. of a yeah, if he's like more of a flawed character as opposed to like trying to be like a badass. That I don't think he has the build for it either. Yeah, he's kind of scrawny. I mean, he's not like super skinny. He's got he beefed up for Joker. Yeah, but like Bloodshot's supposed to kind of be like, like what Thor looks like or whatever. Like Chris Hemsworth, one of the Chris's is what they look. <laughs> is he what he looks like? Put one of the Chris's on it. There you go. Give me a Chris over here, damn it. <laughs> I need a Chris stat. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not... I'm a fan of Bloodshot, not a fan of Leto playing Bloodshot. All right. So, Duly noted. Gonna just make this note real quick. Send it to Hollywood. Make sure they get it. <laughs> Thank you. Got a bunch of connections out there and done. Great. Uh, Mahershala Ali. The... Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. Yes. He has been confirmed for uh, something that I've kind of interested in. He's been confirmed for True Detective Season 3. Okay. I didn't know this was going to still be a thing. I heard it was a while ago that they're going to try to get something off. I, the I heard that, the, yeah. Two. Yeah, I heard that there it was in the kind of like the background, like kind of thinking about doing it. But I am for that. Yeah, me too. I really like him as an actor. Yeah. And hopefully they have some good script for season three, because yeah. season two was not good. No. There's good parts of it. Well, we watched all of it, and we re- reviewed every single <laughs> solitary second of it. So sorry for anybody who didn't like True Detective yeah. season, or True Detective at all. Yeah. We've got all of it in our True Detective review yeah. series. We didn't We didn't review season one. No, we didn't. It's just the bad one. Just the bad one. <laughs> Our luck. We review the bad one. But no, I'm for it. Have you seen Moonlight yet? No. It's on Amazon. Oh, I'll have to check it out. It good? Yeah. Rave I enjoy it? it. You gonna rave to it? Rave about it? I like it. I, I, I don't... I wasn't as excited about it as other people were, but I, I liked it. All right. Great. I will check it out. Heard it was good. great. Won an Oscar. Did. Barely. Won an Oscar. La La Land. <laughs> yeah. They're a few seconds away from not winning the Oscar. <laughs> Where if the cameras would have cut off, they would have been like, ah, oh, fuck it, just give it to La La Land. <laughs> uh, uh, JT, you brought up the Barbie movie. Yes. One of uh, your favorite... It, I think it was yours. That and Chippendales were like, your two favorite things you like. I think that's still up in the air. We'll see about that. <laughs> uh, but it looks like an actress may be in the works for the Barbie character. We brought up it would... Uh, Possibly be, oh shit, now her name has just left my mind. The comedian. Amy Schumer. Thank you. Amy <laughs> Schumer. And it is not going to be Amy Schumer. 
uh, sources look like it's going to be Anne Hathaway gotcha. playing Barbie. Do you think that is a good choice, Jason, for Barbie? One of your favorite things? Sure. 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 I don't know what this movie's going to be. So <laughs> Me uh... neither. <laughs> Not a clue. Yeah. Is it a parody? We'll find out. Coming to theaters. More on that as that develops. We'll see. Last bit of news I have, JT. Alien Covenant fell into our laps. It's one of my favorite movies this past year so far. Was it? Yeah. That's up there. Just wait for just wait for our end of the year. <laughs> It'll be real close to the top. Alien Covenant uh, <laughs> hit theaters about maybe two months ago now. Maybe a month ago. Don't remember. So our, our guest tonight was supposed to be uh, uh, PKP. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was so I was so happy when he agreed with me on everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, when we had a bonfire. I hear. Just a few yeah. Weeks ago. I heard so many people just like be like, "Well, no, it's not that bad." And then he was like, "When we started talking, he like backed me up on everything I fucking hated about." It. And I was like, "Thank you. I'm not the only one." Even he was like. Oh, thank you. Somebody yeah. I can talk to There's about this. There's so many people that are, like, giving this <laughs> shitty fucking movie so much defense. And I'm like, can you not see how awful it is? It was bad. It's fucking terrible. Regardless, <laughs> uh, Alien Covenant, uh, the sequels, may be canceled because of Alien Covenant's poor... Uh, Review and box office that it's received. I think it's finished its uh, theatrical run at this point. I hope so. Well, you know, some movies are still worldwide, like, for a long time. Like the fucking, like, dollar theaters or whatever. But uh, I think it's out, and it's... After its first, uh, maybe two initial weeks, it really dropped off. And for a $100 million budget... And only made like $280 million worldwide. So like it may have just made its money back. But like there's a lot of promotion material for this. Yeah. So that marketing budget had to be a lot. So I'm assuming they only made a few million dollars off this. And who knows what they still have in the back. And that's like nothing. Yeah, that's like nothing you want to like build a fucking franchise off of. No way. Especially if you put $100 million into it, you're probably looking to double that. Did I bring that beer in? Yeah, you put it behind those boxes. Well, son of a bitch. (laughs) So, I don't know what really Scott's going to do, because he said he was going to do these until he pretty much dies. So he's going to (laughs) die? I guess that's the only thing left for him to do, is just to bite the bullet. Uh... It's too bad we'll never see Blomkamp's Alien 5. Well, you never know. Maybe they might, the studios might get desperate enough where they're like, all right, we'll see. We'll see what you can do. Somebody tweeted him about it because they were wondering, like, hey, with, like, the critical reaction to Alien Covenant, do you think that you'll ever come back and do your thing for Alien 5? What are the chances of that? And it just had a one-word response, slim. (laughs) (laughs) So... Who maybe knows? He, maybe he was calling him Slim. Like, hey, maybe. Hey, Slim. Yeah. <laughs> I, that doesn't make any more sense. <laughs> <laughs> like he meant to put sure, but then he just put Slim. Sure, Slim. I'll do Damn it. Damn autocorrect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all the news I have, JT. All right. Well, let me grab a brew. 
Okay. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of news. A lot of news came out of the SDCC. SDCC. SDCC 17. <laughs> got a big, got a big, uh, you know, it's done special edition. That's right. Coming up after I ramble on about <laughs> shit you probably don't care about. <laughs> Uh, Troy, speaking of the SDCC, okay. there was a panel about Ghostbusters and uh, with Ivan Reitman about if he's going to be making any more. He said there is a sequel on the horizon that might include the original cast, even a possible addition of a CG Harold Ramis. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> So they're just going to throw female Ghostbusters away? I, There might be like a thing where it's like they're in the same universe. He, he was very vague about it. They already can't work, right? No, because they're in a... They, they work <laughs> in a universe where they never existed. Yeah. Are they going to do like a thing where like, oh, we're in another dimension now? I don't know. Uh, it sounds... Just let Ghostbusters die. Just let it, it was be fun. a thing. It was just, fun. It's its own thing. It was it was it was good while it lasted. It just stop. We're fine. We're we done. We really are fine. We're fine. We're fine now. Guys, Thanks. we're fine. Hi. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> we are fine. Yeah, but that CG Harold Ramis thing sounds like a mistake. It sounds dumb. <laughs> do not do that. That's do ins- not. that's insulting, I think. Do not. Unless, I mean, he put it on his will that, like, yeah, it's cool if <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> but I want to say I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Troy, I got some John Wick news. Oh, I haven't right. seen that, that chapter two yet. I was, yeah. I was a fan. All right. I enjoyed it. I'll try to check it out. Uh, I guess word is getting out that uh, John Wick has gotten such popularity that, of course gonna make a universe yeah of course cinematic gotta, universe out of make it that universe babe i guess they were like making they were uh, talking about making uh or lionsgate was talking about making some kind of movie based on, on like ballerinas or something and it was gonna be what? connected to like ballerina assassins and it was gonna be connected to john wick i don't, I don't like know the idea of that yeah i don't know Ugh. but anyway words getting out there that they're gonna make a universe based <laughs> on john wick Weren't they going to have that one hotel movie or series? Yeah, there was talks of that, thing? too. I don't know if that's going to be a thing, even. I think they're just, like, throwing shit against the wall and seeing what people are Just make another John to. Wick movie. That's yeah. all that anybody really wants to see. Yeah. I mean, it. the The world that they created around him is cool, but John Wick's badass. Just make John Wick. Just make another John Wick. Just keep making John Wick. <laughs> just have another John Wick come out. A John Wick 3. Yeah, make it, make it John Wick 3. That's all we want. That's all we want. Got Keanu in there. Just have him do John Wick stuff. Yeah. Even, like, the second one kind of ends in, like, a cool way where it's like, oh, shit. What's going to happen with John Wick now? Probably doing more John Wick stuff. We'll see. (laughs) We shall see. Troy, you Uh, might enjoy this. Oh, I hope so. We'll see if you enjoy this. All right. My ears are perked. Uh, James Cameron Uh came out and said that he... Maybe launching a new Terminator trilogy. Start from scratch. What is he going to have? The, didn't he say he's going to do Avatar movies until he dies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's giving up on that even. <laughs> a new Terminator trilogy. Yeah. Starting from scratch? Start from scratch. 
Not soft reboots. No, no, no. Uh, old Schwarzenegger's pops. <laughs> Still haven't seen Genesis, but every time I load up Hulu, it's a movie that is suggested for me, and I'm like, I, I might, want you to try it out. I might pull the trigger on that. I someday. want you to try it out. Okay. It's not a good movie, but it it sets up like an interesting premise for what could be a decent TV show. Okay. I'll, I'll do it eventually. Yeah. I don't think I got much of anything going on this weekend, so I might just just binge on some movies that I've just been sitting on there you go. for a while. How there about you go. it? How about it? <laughs> uh, Troy. Yeah. That James Bond 25. That yes. milestone film. Yes. Already got Daniel Craig on the wagon. Yes. Uh, apparently, <laughs> they have a release date now. Okay. December 13th. Yep, December 13th, 2019. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be November 8th, 2019. Is that anybody's birthday? It's got to be somebody's birthday. You would think so. Maybe it's not, though. Maybe there's just one day. Yeah, one day out of birthday. No one was ever born on November 8th. (laughs) Wouldn't that be wild? (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Just wild. But yeah, are you looking forward to James Bond 25? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Good answer. (laughs) I really... uh, They never got any better than Casino Royale for me. Yeah. So... I I don't know. I was a pretty big fan of Skyfall. Yeah. Skyfall's ending... I didn't necessarily like... I didn't like that, from what I hear, they tried to tie in with um, Sean Connery, and he didn't want to do it. And I feel like if he did, it would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. The only thing I didn't like about Skyfall is I liked the, the, the background idea of, like, James Bond being, like, a code name. But and it, then, like, when they get, like, when new actors come in, that means, like, the other James Bond died. But in this, it's like, no, James Bond was a person. Yeah. Well, I, that's how I always assumed it was anyway. So I didn't yeah. really take it as much as, like, whatever. But, like, I would have liked, if he went to Skyfall Ranch, that Sean Connery was there. Yeah. As the original James as Bond. As the original James Bond. Yeah. And he bestowed James Bond upon... His son, who is Daniel Craig, yeah, and he takes over the mantle of 007. Okay. That would have made more sense, yeah. Because I don't because the way that we just said, like that James Bond is a code name, and it's just passed on to every 007. I like that idea a lot, yeah. But I don't think it's really cl- clearly stated in Skyfall that that's the real thing anyway. No, it's all just a mishmash, yeah, of things that happen at the end. Yeah, Everything up good. to then was pretty decent, but otherwise, ah, Casino Royale. I don't know, Troy. And I what was know. the other one? The uh, the last one that came out. Uh, Spectre. I didn't like Spectre. Not as, as much. strong. Not as strong. No. Ah, Very all over the place, especially. Fucking a widow the day of her husband's yeah. funeral. The fact that I can't even <laughs> barely remember that even happened 
shows how much I liked it. Uh, shit. Uh, Troy, Wonder Woman. You brought yep. up the sequel. That's right. Coming out December on your birthday. 13th. Well, it's fitting that they make a sequel because Wonder Woman is now officially the highest grossing movie of the summer. Just Ooh. etching past Guardians of the Galaxy Vol 2. Really? Yes. All right. Let's so see. DC finally has a not on a boo boo stick your head and doo doo to good. Marvel. And I'm glad it's Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's even better. Uh do you think that Spider Man Homecoming will overtake it? I don't think so. I think it's been dropping pretty steadily now that everything else is coming out. Yeah. Because I think it was... I think this week it just barely etched past uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, and I think it's still dropping, so... Oh, really? Yeah. It's still beat it? it I thought Planet it, of the Apes beat it. It did. It beat it last week, but now it beat it this week. Oh, okay. All right. Well, all right. Great. So I don't know. I don't think Spider Man's as big of a hit as they thought they would. It, they thought it would be. Hmm. That's too bad. But, yeah. We both gave it pretty great reviews. We did. In fact, everyone has been giving it great reviews. But I don't think it had as much as the fanfare as Wonder Woman had. Yeah. And all like the weird controversies that had that just made people want to go see it more. Yeah. Like the women's only screening just pissed mm-hmm. off a bunch of guys, so they probably bought like ten more tickets oh, to go yeah. see it. Fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see it with the people, with my people, my yeah. man. Yeah, with a bunch of dicks. Yeah, we're gonna get a bunch of dicks together. <laughs> but no, and like I think it's also the fact that Spider-Man has been done so many times before that sure. not as many people are excited about Spider-Man as they would be for a Wonder Woman. Right. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. So, uh, so yeah, who knows? But yeah, it's hilarious because like now that that's coming out, like it's almost kind of seeming like Sony's going to get super fucked on this whole deal now <laughs> that anytime like a, a standalone Spider-Man film comes out, people are not going to care as much because they've seen Spider-Man so many times before in the past. Sure. But meanwhile, Marvel's like raking in all the merchandise because people still love him. Yeah. All the kids are still going to buy their all the <laughs> swag. Yeah. So, you know, Sony's going to do something to fuck it up. Yeah. Well, who knows? It's, I mean, it's still going to make a ton of money for Sony. Yeah. Because it's still, it's already making them money right now. Mm-hmm. Like, the opening weekend was huge. It was like $117 million. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're still gonna, yeah, yeah, they're still going to get money from it, but not as much as, like, putting Spider-Man in a fucking Avengers movie where Marvel, or uh, Disney's going to get all of that shit. Yeah. As opposed to standalone where they're like, eh. Yeah, I kind of just want to see him, like, fight with Thor. <laughs> sure, sure. But we'll see. We will Spider-Man, see. Spider-Man's good. Spider-Man Homecoming, go check it out. Enjoyed Still in it. Theaters. Still in theaters, go check it out. Uh, Troy, some plot developments for Creed 2 have gotten out online. Oh, God. This is kind of interesting. I'm kind of for this. All right. Apparently, Creed 2 is going to have an appearance... By Dolph Lundgren. Okay. Who, of course, played Ivan Drago uh-huh. from Rocky Four, who uh-huh. is, in fact, the person that kills Apollo Creed. Oh, my God. So we may have a confrontation between old Adonis Creed uh-huh. and the person who murdered his father Ooh. in Creed Two. I like this. Yeah. 
I never ended up seeing Creed, and I heard it was great. Creed's good. I like it. But this seems like a really great... Like, who would have fucking known that Rocky, after it had like seven movies or however yeah. many, can just like continue going on? Like, <laughs> just like a like fucking life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, things that happened in like way back then are have repercussions like yeah. 30 years later. And plus like, Rocky Four is such a fucking ridiculous movie. The fact that you can like, build like a very... Like, emotional storyline off of Rocky IV is hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> to build off of the the horrible, like, America versus USSR propaganda film, and then take that one small s- snippet <laughs> from it where Drago kills Creed, <laughs> and then make a movie out of it. Like, it's Great. cool. Yeah. But it's weird. <laughs> I'm completely but on I, board i want to see it yeah well, i'll check that out so yeah look out for that dolph lundgren in creed 2 good stuff uh troy i know you're not a big fan of game of thrones but the showrunners of game of thrones uh-huh. are currently working on another hbo series okay did you hear about this no apparently they're going to be working on a show called confederacy getting a lot of controversy Uh-oh. about the south it's takes place in an alternate reality where the oh south won my. the civil war and we're in modern times where slavery is still considered a uh a common practice Uh-oh. so it's kind of like man in the high castle yeah pretty much <laughs> except different yeah but different it's same, Still the but same, different. <laughs> but different. But different. <laughs> so uh, it's yeah, interesting. For that. But yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of people speaking out about it already. Where it's like, oh, like how are you gonna get like a a really like a diverse cast in it? And it's probably gonna be a bunch of white actors that have all the main roles, and you're just gonna have like a bunch of throwaway roles for people playing slaves and blah 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 and it's i bet not i bet you'd be the other yeah. way around yeah i think there'd be like a like a huge like uprising like a slave uprising type role or something maybe right. in there well, i don't know we'll check it out when it happens yeah i would i would like to follow that i don't yeah we'll see how it progresses yeah but uh yeah i could see it definitely having like sure like evil like white people of course. And it, but like, I would think the characters that are, the story would be most centered around would be like the slave community. Yeah. That would be on there and see how that would go. And I would think people would try to chomp at the bit to get something like a role like that. If in fact it is like a huge production and it's meant to be like oh, a yeah. big thing, not like something. Well, if they're going like, to, yeah, if they're going to use the same, the same crew from Game of Thrones, like if it gets as much popularity as Game of Thrones has. Sure. I'm sure they're going to get. They're going to get a whole bunch of money for it. Another HBO thing? Yeah, it's going to be on HBO. That's even better, then. Yeah. So, uh, possibly check that out if and when it comes out. I'm into it. I'm into the idea. That's all my news, Troy. Have you seen Man on the High Castle? I have not. It's one of those things I keep meaning to get around to, but there's so much much shit even, like, coming out now where I'm like, fuck, that's another (laughs) thing. Like, I've been hearing so much shit about that Ozark show. Yeah, me too. I'm like, God damn it! Stop making good TV! It's hard to live in times oh. that are right now. 
Man, white we're people spoiled. problems. We're just spoiled. I know. It's like people like having it way worse than us. We're just like, ah, there's so many TV shows. You gotta watch them all. <laughs> I gotta, gotta take time off work to see all these shows. Oh, God. Uh, well, that's all your news. All then, my news. You? Got any uh, bits? Any bits? Uh, well, we can bring up... Uh, I can bring up one bit. Okay, because I don't have any. I just you don't? Want, I didn't want to pass it up. Okay, I got I got one bit. Okay. I feel like you said you don't? Like I should know it. Yeah. It's a pretty big one from that happened from this past week. Really? I'm surprised it didn't. It was like kind of all over the internet. My God. I feel like I'm a complete dick because I can't <laughs> think of it right now. Well, give me the theme song. I'll let you know. Well, <clears throat> let me look it up real quick. All right. Get all the deets this time. Last time you were pretty sketch on all those deets. Okay. Are ready? Uh, yeah. Just do like a slow version of the theme song so I can pull it up. Okay. <laughs> People die, and it's the pits. Please stay tuned <laughs> for Neil's bits. Well done, Troy. Thank you. Well done. Well, I got. One bit, Troy, of course. Uh, Chester Bennington. Mm. Yeah, of course I heard about that. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's why I was like surprised you didn't fucking <laughs> know. Yeah. Uh, Chester Bennington. Uh, still trying to figure out. Lead singer of, Lead singer of Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Park uh, took his own life. Yes. Uh the same way that the lead singer of, uh, shoot, Soundgarden? Yes. Chris Cornell? Chris Cornell took his life on Chris Cornell's birthday, nonetheless. Shit. I guess those two were tight, and I think he, well, he committed suicide, and I think it was by hanging himself? Yep. Yeah, he hung himself. So, not... Real cool to hear. Yeah. And a lot of people nowadays talk a lot of smack about Linkin Park. <laughs> yeah. Because how they... Dude, Linkin Park hit me at, like, the perfect age. Same here. <laughs> like, like, they uh, were, like, popular when I was like, fuck, yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Like, their Hybrid Theory al- album. It was good. I thought it was pretty great. For the time, I thought yeah. it was pretty great. Maybe it doesn't hold up as well now. Yeah. Even <laughs> their second one, there's Meteora? a lot of ones. Yeah. Meteora, a lot I liked ones. a lot. I think I like more than Hybrid Theory. Yeah. There's a lot of songs they pull up. Like, when we were doing our weird basement wrestling when we were right. like, in high school, there was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure we pulled like nine or ten songs <laughs> from that album that we all used as like theme music because we thought it sounded so cool. I think we did too. But yeah, I... I, I Really uh, liked them a lot. It's uh, a bummer that yeah. Hey, I guess he was. I guess he had like a, like four or five kids. Shit. I don't. I mean, I, I'm a lot of people deal with stuff in private that you don't know about. Yeah, but if you are feeling like that, there's always places that yep. can help you Just out. Get help. There. Just talk to somebody. Suicide is not an option. Nope. There's always people there that count on you. Yeah, and that you can count on. So do not listen to the mash theme song. Suicide is not painless. That's true. It spreads a lot of pain. There you are. A lot of pain. Way to wrap it up there, JT. Thank you. Very good. And put mash in there. (laughs) 
I don't like MASH. I know. I don't either. That's why I <laughs> talk shit about him. I use this as an opportunity to talk shit about MASH. <laughs> this, this is what you've been going after for almost 150 episodes. Yeah, I've been like, waiting for my perfect opportunity to talk <laughs> shit about talk. MASH. <laughs> Wait for our spinoff podcast Seriously. where we watch every episode and of MASH. And then just like, talk about how much off. you fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's so... I fucking hate... I can't even watch like seconds of it where I'm like, God, turn this fucking shit off. <laughs> I do not care for MASH. Get the One MASH bit. off my fucking TV. Uh, well, that brings us in to our segment that we're changing up for this week. We're getting, yeah. The trailers aplenty yeah. happen. So, we're, so many drops. We're going to give you our top five. Top five comic-con what was effective from comic-con very good what made us be like i want to see that more now yes uh yes i have an honorable mention i have an honorable mention i also have controversially a dishonorable mention oh my word one that might have waned me from possibly seeing it okay my honorable mention, if we want to do those first, <laughs> yeah, is Ready Player One. Okay. Uh, Steven Spielberg's latest bout into the film. Uh, yeah. Uh, based off the novel, Ready Player One. I've never read the novel. Okay. But from what I hear, the trailer does not do a good job of, I guess, catching the feeling of what the novel was about. But I was surprised when watching the trailer how much shit they crammed in there. Yeah. Like, properties-wise. Oh, yeah. Because there's, like, I guess Harley Quinn and Deadshot is in there. The DeLorean's in there. Yep. Iron Giant's in there. Yeah, the Iron Giant's in there. Like, a ton of all these different franchises are crammed yep. in this movie. And Laura I Croft, I, the, the motorcycle from Akira's in there. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. I have no idea. Hey. It's like who framed Roger Rabbit? How did they do that? That's what I've heard. Like that like a lot of people are like making that claim that like this is going to be like this generation's uh who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Cuz they found a way to th- throw so much shit in there. I guess maybe if you're just using it just to use it as a reference and not like do it any disservice, I guess you can use it. I don't I don't know. I don't know how you can do that. I don't know. Regardless, I've never read the book. Have you read the book? I haven't. I actually, uh, in one of the loot crates that I had when I was still doing that, they sent a copy of it in one of the loot crates that I have. So I do have it somewhere. I kind of want to read it. Okay. Now, I, for my friends who have read it, they said it doesn't look like the book whatsoever. Yeah. Me not reading it at all, I don't. I don't care. Like it looks pretty sweet to me. I've, I've I've heard I've heard the op- exact opposite. I've heard people say that it sounds exact that it looks exactly like what they pictured in the book. Really, yeah. mixed crowd out there, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. It looks pretty sweet to me. I have no idea what to yeah. expect. So like even like the stacks. Like apparently that's what that's kind of how they describe the stacks. Like where he lives, where it's mm-hmm. like all those mobile homes on top of each other. Right. Like they say that that sound that looks pretty accurate to what they pictured when they read the book. Oh, right on, man. Well, maybe it'll be. Maybe it'll surprise people. Maybe we'll it will disappoint people. We'll see. Figure it out. That's my honorable mention. May or may not be on my list. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my honorable mention is The Defenders. Because mm. uh, I 
I didn't I did enjoy it and I do it makes me look more forward to it, but uh Yeah, there's other stuff there that kind of caught my fancy a little bit more. Well Defenders is in my list. <laughs> I'll I'll leave my dishonorable mention for later to to keep because I feel like there might be a fight afoot when I bring I it up. I think I know what you're gonna say, and I think that one is also in my list, not as a dishonorable mention. I yeah, I think so too. All right, All right. well I'm gonna get right into it then. Okay. For my number five, I have the Justice League trailer. Okay. As my number five. Okay. It uh. Showed a bit more of what's going on. Yeah. It teased something to hopefully not spoil in another trailer, even though it's kind of on the nose of what it could be. Mm -hmm. There's things that it hints at as an even larger universe. Yeah. Um, But it still looks like a bit of a CG mess. Yeah. Uh, they it's see a little bit of Steppenwolf in there, yeah, and he's like a, just a big gray, kind of looks like Ares from Wonder Woman a bit, yeah, a bit. mixed with uh, friggin' Doomsday shooting lightning and all that yeah. shit. Um, you don't see a whole lot of them, and not a clear shot of them anyway. Um, you get to see a little bit more of Cyborg. Mm-hmm. It, uh. I'm still not a fan of the way Cyborg looks. It looks like they maybe have cleaned up the CGI a little bit, so it doesn't look like his face is floating around. Yeah. I just am not a fan of that design. It looks way too busy. Yeah. Like a Michael Bay Transformers busy. Kinda. I don't know. It it, it looks a little reflective. Yeah. Like a lot more reflective than I would picture. Like if someone's going to be like in a fucking battle... Right. Like, I would imagine there'd be a lot more, like... Scuffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, showed Aquaman doing more bro-y cool things. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we watched. That's all I was doing the whole thing. Every time Aquaman was on. Yeah. Uh, it teased, possibly, Alfred talking to Superman. But that is not confirmed or denied yeah. as of yet, at the yeah. end of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, some people speculate that it's Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern, actually. Actually, if you look in the corner, there is, like, the corner of, like, a red cape. Yeah, I know. On, like, a shoulder. That's why I'm fairly certain it's <laughs> Superman. But some people said, what if it's a bomber jacket that's showing up? It's, like, a brown bomber jacket that is appearing red in the color. <laughs> I was like, I don't Shut know. Shut the fuck up, people. I don't know. But uh, at one point, Steppenwolf does say there's no lanterns or Kryptonians here. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's saying that the lanterns exist. Yeah. Superman's out of commish. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can come in and take these cubes. Do it. And apparently there's a cube in, Atla- in Atlantis and in Themyscira, which, cool. Cool place to put them, I guess. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but otherwise, like, from... Like a character perspective, I feel like they're strengthening them a little bit. I see a little bit more humor in it. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there are any of the Joss Whedon-y reshoots. I don't know if any of those are yet. I don't know. They definitely get Wonder Woman heavy in the beginning to be like, remember right. how cool Wonder Woman was? <laughs> right. Um, I can't. Some people speculate that the uh, at the very like near the end of the trailer where Jim Gordon and the Flash are on the roof. And everyone disappears on Jim Gordon and the Flash is still there. Yeah. That that's a Joss Whedon scene. It does seem very Joss Whedon-y. 
But I mean, like, I don't know how long ago they would have filmed it, and like, it doesn't have a ton of CG. First in thing, it. like, I gotta get this out, guys. I've been thinking about this all know. night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I didn't hate that either. I kind of liked it. I thought yeah. it was funny. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna like the Flash in this. I was a little apprehensive at first. I think he's okay. gonna. I think he's gonna pull it out. All right. But also another big thing that I am not enjoying. Is that every scene that they're in just looks like a plain as day CG backdrop. It does. Vacant. Yeah. There's nobody else there. Like, it's just a big abandoned CG city. Like, there's no stakes there. Yeah. I don't know. And it's like, just doesn't look any good. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn. <laughs> I'm torn. <laughs> like I, I like so the character stuff, but in general, of the way it aesthetically looks, I'm not, I'm not into it yet. All right. I don't know if they still have to clean it up. I don't know what the fuck it's gonna be like <laughs> another Batman v Superman where it takes like ten years for this movie to come out. But I don't know, man. That was my number five. All right. Well, my number five. Now this is, I've judge this by like what's made me more excited from what I was before. Okay. So like it's not like it's not like I'm looking more forward. There's some things in there that I'm not looking more forward to. Uh-huh. But it's like okay, this makes me more excited than I was before. I judge mine by coolness. Oh, okay. <laughs> so more scientifically you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, my number 5 is Stranger Things season 2. Oh my goodness. I was pretty into it 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 builds if a lot of the the trailer it builds a lot on what i know from the first season and also builds on the universe that they've created in terms of like what's the upside down like yeah they might actually like reveal more stuff about it like why is it so fucking with that one kid right and like (laughs) yeah and it keeps a lot of stuff in the dark too where it's like you need to actually watch this to know like why this shit's being as fucked up as it is. Yeah. So it, it drew my interest and it makes me more excited for season two. Yeah. I'm super excited for season two. Yeah. Like, and the trailer like gives you goosebumps. Yeah. Like you're just watching it like go on. And then all of a sudden Vincent price starts talking mm. in the beginning of thriller. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh my God, I just got chills. Like it's yeah. fucking like it's, so good. It still gives you that eighties vibe. Yeah. And it, it, presents enough stuff to you where it's like, I want to know what that is. And then it's like, Oh, is 11 coming back? I don't know. Yeah. Like it, it throws stuff at you where you're, you're, you have a more of an idea of what it's going to be like, but you still have more questions than answers where you're like, I just want you to come out right now. Yeah. 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 So I thought it was very effective and, but it's my number five. So there's more effective stuff out there. This also hit my list. I'll tell you when we get there. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number four is yeah. actually the Defenders trailer. Okay. Uh, I thought... Now, this was also news that I re- redacted from the news segment and was going to add on to here. Do it. Uh, the Defenders trailer, I feel like seeing them together and inter- interacting more... That was fun. Uh, ...was really fun, mm-hmm. and I like seeing that. Uh, you don't get to see a lot more of Sigourney Weaver and what she's all about, but you see she has got Electra in her back pocket. Yeah. 
from she's released her from her blood coffin or whatever it was. Um I don't know, I like I liked her presence in it. Like she had like that kind of that like like I know you guys are gonna fuck shit up, but I I have an idea of how I can keep you people on in t- in tow. Yeah. Also this one fucking gives me goosebumps too, because like they'll just uh they ramp up all the music and the action and stuff, and then it like cuts down, and then it plays like the bum bam 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 bam. You fucking love music and trailers. I guess I do. Like I never <laughs> thought I'd be such a sucker, but it's so good. It's so fucking good, and this song fits the series just really well yeah. for whatever reason with mm-hmm. the themes that they've already laid down through all this other stuff. Um, but uh oh. I found this out after I made my list that the first four episodes are already released to pre-reviews Yeah, from some people. Mm-hmm. And they're getting back mixed reviews. Ooh, people boy. are saying almost unanimously that the characters are yeah. really strong. Yeah. Even Iron Fist is good in this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, boy. And they love the way that they all like mesh together and work with each other. But the story that they're in oh, it's gonna be another is dead, weak. Is it going to be another Daredevil 2? I don't know. Uh, and the fact that it's only eight episodes and they've seen half of the season uh, already. It's like, what's the back half of the season? Shit. I know, right? Here we go. So that's got me worried. It comes out in like less than a month, like a, two weeks or something, I think. Pretty soon. So, I, I mean, I'm pumped for it. And I'm glad it's only eight episodes. And I'm glad yeah. some of the character stuff has gotten knocked out and fixed, but uh, hopefully it pulls it out. Yeah. Because it's be not good if they have, like, mm-hmm. two stinkers in a row. Look out. Look out, Marvel. Look out, y'all. Look out, Marvel. But they got that Punisher. Mm-hmm. Follow it up right behind. Hopefully we'll pick see. it up. I think the Punisher's supposed to show up in this, too. I think he is. Really? Because I think, like, some international footage... Of a de- the Defenders trailer has the Punisher in it. Mm-hmm. Unless they're just showing them, like, Defenders footage and then also Punisher footage. Yeah. And they're not in the same, but they're showing him in the same trailer. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, like, I saw, like, a like an international Defenders trailer and it had, like, Punisher bits in it. Well, I don't know, man. I have no fucking idea. Anyway, I'm excited for the Defenders. Defenders. And I made my number four. All right. Uh, my number four is uh, they put out a small trailer for Westworld Season 2. Oh, my. I'm on board, especially how, like, the first season ends. Like, it looks – the footage they put out there, like, looks like they ramp up right from where the first season ended. Uh-huh. And it looks like absolute chaos. And I am so fucking on board for this next season. All right. I know you weren't a big fan of Westworld. And I didn't also finish Westworld either, but yeah. it never really hooked me yeah. when I got, like, three or four episodes in. I can't remember. I feel like Westworld is, is a lot like how Preacher is right now. Okay. Where, like, the first season feels like a lot of setup for what's going to be a very, like, chaotic situation in the next season. Okay. And, it, it like, from what I saw in, like, the trailer they put out at Comic-Con, it looks like it kind of justifies, like, my thoughts on All what right. I thought it was going to be. I don't know if I'll ever get to finishing Westworld. I don't know. 
Maybe it's just another thing like Game of Thrones that I'll just never watch. <laughs> and everyone just talks about and loves. But I don't know. I was I was for it. I right. I really dug what they what they put out for it. All right. Didn't see it. So all right, fair enough. And if I did see it, I don't remember because I have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> okay. Uh, my number three is Kingsman Two: The Golden Circle. All right. I think this came out just a little bit before. Comic-Con? But I, I heard it was released at Comic-Con. Okay, so I'm going to add it here regardless. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, that's... Uh, really am digging it. Yeah. Like, I like all of the Statesman stuff, and yeah. I love... What I love the most is, like, it's a British take on American culture. Yeah. And I fucking love that. <laughs> like, I... Love just American culture satirized. Oh, yeah. It's like one of well, my favorite things. It feels in the like world. like a lot like these two these two agencies are 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 just a satire on the country they're from. Yeah. Like if they do other sequels, I want to see them go to other countries and be like, yeah, let's go to Russia where they wear like fucking big like fluffy hats and drink <laughs> vodka all day. Like just go to like different countries and like just like make their spy agencies just the. The biggest stereotype of, like, what <laughs> people think that country is. Uh, the The trailer had uh, great action. Yeah. Uh, it's got humor in it. Uh, I'm <clears throat> way excited for it. Like, the line where it's like, uh, you and you're skipping rope. And it's like, it's a lasso. <laughs> and it's like an electric lasso oh, that cuts a dude like in a, half. That was like a fucking lightsaber lasso. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, still looking to see how Colin Firth fits into this. Yeah. They really haven't explained much about him, but they're showing him in the trailer. Yeah, like, very prominently now, where it's yeah. like, we're not even going to fucking pussyfoot around no, it. He's, no, he's in just there. there just he's in there. Chilling out with Eggsy. Like, yeah. Just hanging out with him. He never left. Nah. He's, he's got, got one eye. Yeah, he's got one eye. <laughs> he's totally Nick fury in it right he's now. Nick fury in it. But the trailer's super fun. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right. Yep. Uh, my number three, Troy, this is going to this is gonna throw you off. All right. My number three is... Justice League. Really? Yeah. Oh, my word? Yeah. Like, the first trailer they put out, I was the first to say, hot fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot of CG shit thrown at a fucking screen looks yeah. awful. Yeah. And even though it does look CG, I'm digging the team they're throwing together. Yeah. Because it, it's, like, unlike the Avengers where it just feels like strong guy with shield, strong guy with hammer, strong guy in suit. Big, green, sure. strong guy. Okay. Like, this team feels like <laughs> they're, like, they add something to the, that. what makes them a team. Like, you've got Batman as the brains, Wonder Woman's a brawn, uh-huh. uh, you got the Flash, you can do things in a hurry, <laughs> you've got, sure. uh, you've got, sure. um, uh, fucking, uh, Cyborg, Cy- apparently yeah. the forgettable one. No, Cyborg, yeah, Cyborg is, like, the mechanical, like genius where like he can like hack shit mm-hmm. and then you got aquaman as the fucking wild card sure. like you set him loose like the hulk yeah and i i like that idea of that where it's like they can actually figure out like if they do this right yeah like do it in a way where we have a problem what piece do we need to put in what situation to make this work out the best yeah like they have enough different powers to like to add to the group where Batman can't do what the Flash does, or yes. Wonder Woman can't do what 
cyborg does. Yes. Like, everyone is very completely different. So, like, if there's, like, a puzzle needs to be solved, you put the pieces where they need to be. Unlike, like, I love Avengers. It's really fun. But everyone is kind of, like, you can put, you can just throw them into a big battle and they're fine. They are more similar. I yeah. would agree. Yes. Yeah. So I like the idea of this where everyone is very different, where nobody is exactly like how their counterpart is. That That's, I think, what forms like a really awesome, cohesive team. Yeah. Granted, this movie could still be a fucking mess. Right. But there was like points in here where they were kind of hinting at that, where like they had the whole scene with the Flash where he was like, I've never been in a fight. I just push people <laughs> and run <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah. Where, like, so, like, they acknowledge that, and that makes me have a little bit more hope in the Justice League than I did before. All right. That surprises me a lot. Yeah? Because I was counting on this being your dishonorable mention. Well, you you're going to fucking hate me for my just... dishonorable mention. Oh, my God. You have tickled <laughs> me pink. Um, I, yeah, but, yeah, all the character, I feel like the characterization of them uh, was done really well. Yeah. In fact, they even, like, laid off Batman a little bit. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like, they show him, but they don't really give him anything to do. Yeah. Just jumping around a little bit. Mm-hmm. It really focuses more on Wonder Woman, The Flash, and Cyborg. Yeah. And I feel like that's why I'm not a big fan of them throwing the Superman in here, because Superman feels like the character that will throw it all off, where it's like, well, he can do everything. So why, why is everyone else here, then? Yeah. But well, I like this team, because they feel so different. Yeah. I feel like Superman, if he only shows up at the end, like, would be, like, a... Because I want these other characters to carry the movie. Yeah. You know, it's not Superman to get him out of every jam. Yeah. And so, like, if Steppenwolf is such, like, a big threat... Yeah. ...that he overtakes the Justice League, and it yeah. takes Superman to come in to help rally the team and all come together and defeat him, mm-hmm. totally okay with okay. that. Okay, yeah. I like Superman a lot. And yeah. I also think Henry Cavill is really great as Superman. Okay. <laughs> I think that the script that he's been given hasn't done him any favors. Yeah. But I think with the correct script and the direction, I feel like he could be a really great Superman. Yeah. And I hope I see that in Justice League. Yeah. And I, I think, like, throwing in James Gordon in there, like, a lot of the scenes that they show with him look a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it... I'm not... It's not like on the top of my list is like I need to see it, but this was very effective in terms of look me looking at it in a way where I'm like it. I don't think it's going to be as terrible as I thought it was going to be to begin with. All right, you tickled me pink, JT. Well, look out, get your pink away from me. <laughs> uh, my number. Are we on number two? Yes, number two is actually Stranger Things two. All right. This trailer tickled me just as pink as you did. All right. Uh, we've already kind of gone on about it, but I am looking forward to see a little bit more of the upside down. And you get, I guess you get to see a little, like, Will apparently just, like, snaps in and out of it. Yeah. Who knows how that fucking works? I guess we'll see. <laughs> but I don't even want really more explained. Yeah. I don't, I like the mystery around mm-hmm. it. So I like that. I like the big kind of, like, uh, like weird, like Lovecraftian kind of creature that's just mm-hmm. in these bleak red skies. Oh yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, it just looks really great, and I, I'd never thought that 
the first season really needed uh, like a sequel to it. Mm-hmm. I can see why they definitely did one because it was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And it looks like this can follow it up pretty well. So yeah. hopefully it doesn't disappoint. And it also had the great theme in the, or the trailer song <laughs> fucking in there. music dude so I'm, I'm 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 into it so yeah that was my number two all right stranger things too uh my number two is ready player one i really well, dug this trailer well, well i really fucking dug it like it, it looks super out of left field like not a lot of like stuff that not a lot of people mess with uh-huh and especially like all the pop culture stuff and like right. I, I heard like a big uh ongoing theme throughout ready player one the book is that um people are given this opportunity to create an entirely different world out of the one they're stuck in mm-hmm. so they have all the creativity in the world but yet all they use is just pop culture references to build it. Oh, okay. So it's like it's kind of like a satire on like the death of creativity where people are just stuck depending on stuff that they grew up with and just loving that. And like the fact this trailer came out and that there's like people just nitpicking and pulling shit out of it. Like that's like a total they, <laughs> they're feeding right into the fucking theme yeah. of the book altogether. So I fucking sure. that's hilarious. I love that. And I just think it's gonna like I don't know a lot about Player One, but from what I saw fr- saw of it, and the fact they got Steven Spielberg in there, like fucking giving mm-hmm. his shit in there, like it's, I feel like it's gonna be fucking awesome. All right. And a lot of the action they show in there was like really fucking fun to watch too. Right on. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. Hopefully Steven Spielberg can pull it out because the last few movies of his hasn't been like huge hits. Yeah, but they weren't like huge blockbusters. Like they were like more made for kids or like really or like smaller. Like, yeah. this feels like something where it's, like, appealed to, like, the masses. Like, yeah, get out there and fucking watch this. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Because what was the ones he did before that, like... Like, the BFG, BFG was a very... was, like, a very kids movie. Like, I can't really see people getting behind that. And then he did, uh... War Horse or something? Did he do No, that? he didn't do War Horse. He did that spy movie with uh, Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what that's called. I don't either. But, uh, no, I feel like this is, like, right up Spielberg's alley. And then the fact that he has all that shit that he can play with, like, all this pop culture references and shit. Like, I don't know. I think it's going to be, I might, I think it's going to be big. All right. Well, I hope so. And it, and just seeing footage from it made me really interested in seeing it. I kind of want to check this out because I only watched this trailer once. Yeah. I want to kind of want watch it again and, like, try to point out things that like other people have been like oh that's there that's there that's there that's there yeah i want to try to check that out Mm -hmm. sweet you've been surprising me jt i feel like i've been run-of-the-mill like of course you pick wild card wild card bitch oh my god (laughs) you're like aquaman (laughs) 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 my number one is the second trailer for thor ragnarok okay uh Everything that they show about this movie gets me more and more pumped for yeah. this fucking movie. Um, granted, I think I liked the first trailer better, mm-hmm. um, but I they imbued a little bit more humor in this one, a little bit more banter between the Hulk and Thor, mm-hmm. which I really like. So I can kind of expect kind of what to see, I guess, in the movie. Um, I think this movie looks like a friggin' great rockin' good time that they finally found something fun to do with Thor and they're just going to go balls to the wall. Like 
hey, why are we doing this weird kind of Game of Thronesy thing where he's like a weird alien in space? Why don't we just do it like a Guardians of the Galaxy type yeah. thing? That works apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I'm digging it. All right, that's my number one. All right, my number one is Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Well, let me talk about Kingsman first. Uh, I fucking love the first Kingsman. Yeah. Like, uh, I thought it was awesome. The first trailer they came out with, I, I liked it, but it was like, they didn't show me that feeling from that first one that I like anytime, like the fight scenes and like the creativity they had with it. Like, they didn't show a lot of that where I was like, I wish you would have shown me some of that. Like, it feels like, this feels like sequelitis. Like, it's like... You're just trying to do a bunch of, like, CG shit to build off that. But this, the trailer they put out for this felt like the first one. Like, I Mm. felt like I was watching the first one watching this trailer. Yeah. With just, like, the crazy, like, (laughs) no-nonsense, over-the-top violence. Right. And, like, like the fucking, like, creativity they had with, like, building up the statesmen where they're just a total stereotype of what people think Americans are. Yeah. And, like, the fact they got Jeff Bridges yeah. to, like, be, like, the head of them where I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, you could not find a better fucking person. Right. If you're going to, like, get, like, a stereotypical, like, American cowboy, yes, you're going to give Jeff Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fine. And then, like, even they even uh, got Julianne Moore and they even uh, as the villain and they made her, like, an unconventional villain like Samuel Jackson was where she seems like a motherly type where she was like, oh, I guess I got to blow up the Kingsman. Oh, well. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just... Everything about it feels like the first one, but I have dump, and that's what I like in a sequel, and I feel like Kingsman 2 is going to deliver in spades, and I can't wait. I freaking hope so. Um, yeah, it just, like, when they have that, like, one establishing shot of, like, the big skyscraper with just statesmen on it, mm-hmm. just makes it seem like Dallas or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking looks so freaking good. Yeah. It's um it's almost like too bad. Uh I I really like that Jeff Bridges is like the head of the statesman. Yeah. But like if Sam Elliott doesn't have like a part of this. Oh movie, my god, if he like shows up as like the like his boss, <laughs> like I'd be like Oh, get, I'm gonna I'm gonna like leave and like give the theater more money. <laughs> yeah, and, like go, make sure go this, back out to the front yeah. desk and just throw like, a dollar. Make bill sure back. this gets to the proper people. <laughs> you know who to give this to. <laughs> well, yeah, it looks it looks really good. Yeah, it's one of my most look forward to. Mo- like at first, oh, I yeah. didn't care about this at all, and now I'm just like looking. I was looking forward it. to it because I did. I love the first Kingsman so much, and then I saw that first trailer, and I was like. Ugh. I mean, it it could still be good, but it feels like they're holding back a little bit. With yeah. this, there was like, no, no, no. We were waiting. Uh-huh. We were waiting till Comic-Con <laughs> to throw this crazy shit at you. <laughs> but yeah, I am looking forward to it. Right on. But. But. <laughs> my dishonorable mention. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not. I'm, it's not that I don't want to see this. Uh-huh. I'm still looking very much forward to it. Yeah. But I feel like. The trailer for Thor Ragnarok uh-huh. took a few steps back for me. Okay. I can see that. Because it, I feel like it's kind of doing the same thing that Spider-Man Homecoming kind of did. Show a lot too, like, too much? Yeah. Like, with the first one where it felt like you're put in this crazy situation, 
where you're put against this undefeatable force and then it ends with like that crazy ass arena fight with a Hulk. You're like, fuck, where are they going to go from here? Mm -hmm. And then with this one, it feels like, oh, that's where they went from there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can kind of see what you're saying at the same time though. Like Spider-Man really laid it out like beat for beat. Where I don't think Thor did. I feel it. if you watch this hard enough, you can kind of see where it's gonna go. Cause, like the the goddess of death looks so fucking menace. Like she blows up Thor's hammer in like the first three seconds of the trailer. We're like, holy shit! No one can do that. She's fucking unstoppable. Mm-hmm. The first five seconds of this trailer, he's like, yeah, she blew up my hammer. No big deal. I'm like, but you spend a whole movie trying to earn. The right to hold it again. <laughs> and now you're acting like it's a fucking piece of shit. Uh-huh. Like, that totally rubbed me the wrong way. And now that... And then somehow Bruce Banner, I guess, gets fitted suits with t-shirts up in space. Like, that weird oh, scene yeah. where he's like... Like, that makes no sense. <laughs> and then, like, a lot of the humor, like, it did seem good, but it felt like kind of the same humor from Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2, where they just kind of keep doing it over and over again until they're like are you laughing yet are you laughing yet like even like the one where he's like hulk's like fire thor's like water no i'm like fire thor's raging hulk's raging fire and like okay we get it you're you think you're better than thor we get it like i don't know like i still want to see it and it still looks good but it has a lot of those beats (laughs) from guardians 2 that i did not like and it see and it they threw a lot of things out there where i'm like Ah, it kind of feels like a Marvel movie, like just like a regular Marvel movie, and I'm, I want it to be more than that. I yeah, like I said even on this episode that I like the first trailer better than yeah than the one that we got, but yeah, I I have total faith in like Taika Waititi. Like, giving us something that we haven't yet to see in a trailer. Yeah, I, I want to give him all the faith in the world. I I want this to be amazing. But, ah, I just, the more, I, the more, like, I watched it, like, a, like, the first time I watched it, I was like, everybody else, like, fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah Thor's beating the fuck out of a wolf! Yes! <laughs> yeah. But then, like, the more I watched it, I was like, ah, I'm getting those, that, those things from Guardians 2 that rub me the wrong way, and I'm kind of getting those same beats that a lot of those like Marvel movies have fed me throughout the years where I'm like, I want this to be different. Like I want this, like I thought Spider-Man, like when I saw the Spider-Man homecoming trailer, I got that exact same feeling, Yeah. but I got, came out of that fucking loving it because it felt so different. So that's what I'm kind of hoping that Thor two gives me. Mm. I would agree with you that the, uh, the fire joke is kind of beaten to death. Like it takes just forever like to explain, to explain the joke, yeah, essentially, yeah. But uh, I feel like there was other parts in it that, like, <laughs> when uh, he brings up to Banner that they fought, and he's like, "Oh, did I win?" He's like, "No, I beat you easily." Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I, I like that too. But that also kind of feels like something where they could kind of beat that together too. Where he was like, "Really? Because I feel like I would have." Oh no, beat you, beat you fair and square. Are you sure? Because I'm like, no, beat you. Yeah, but that's just assuming. <laughs> I know, not... that's just assuming for me, but I can totally see them, like, from what they do in Guardians, I can see them doing that. Yeah, and I, well, I hope they don't. Yeah. Because if they just have, like, a little back and forth, like, no, I beat you easily, then go off into doing whatever else. Please. That'd please. be great. But if they, all the jokes in it are, like, no, Hulk, like, raging fire, you, like, 
smoldering fire. Like, okay, this joke has been going on for ten agonizing seconds, and it's all—it's too long. Like the beats, yeah, are not funny anymore. I get that. I, yeah. I get what like you're the saying. jokes need to be like throwaway lines from like Spider-Man, where it's like that was funny, and then they keep going. Yeah, but some parts in it look pretty sweet, like when uh, Hella is like in her full fucking antler yeah. garb, and she's like throwing swords up to the sky. Yeah, there's like that one. And all those Pegasus like fu- are yeah, coming Yeah, it was like a down. fucking like, oil painting. That was pretty sweet looks looking. tits as fuck. Yeah, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying there's cool, se- there's not cool scenes in it. That looks like fucking cool as shit. Yeah. I just want it to be, as a whole, like a awesome, out of nowhere, crazy Marvel film. I, I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to be. With like, all right. the Hulk going nuts. Jeff Goldblum is yeah. in this JT. All right. All right. Taika Waititi at the helm. I want you to be right. Please be right, Troy. Please Troy. be right. As Please well. be right. <laughs> I am also begging for me the same thing. So. <laughs> Call Marvel and be like, I'm right, right? <laughs> I'm right? Tell me I'm right. Please be better than Justice League. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's all I got. So do you want to get into... <laughs> Now that we're an hour and a half into the show. (laughs) So, uh, The Room. Oh, The Room. The Room. Tommy Wiseau's pet project. Yeah. His labor of love. His (laughs) thing that he did. Yeah. Uh, Box office stats. Give it to me. Give us the T-Facts. T-Fax coming up. Budget of $6 million. All right. Not a whole lot. No. Pretty modest budget. Rotten Tomatoes, or I'm sorry, at a box office of (laughs) (laughs) $1,800. Granted, I think it only came out in California. Okay. On a theatrical release. That's still not a lot. That's still only like. What did he spend $6 million on? I will get into that. Oh, please do. (laughs) Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 32%. IMDb has it at a 3.6 out of 10. And because it's like an obscure movie, there's not really a good one. But Google users rated it a 67%. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This was... Released June 27, 2003, yeah. which I was actually surprised to learn, because it doesn't, it look, doesn't like look like it was like made in yeah. 2003, yeah. and with all like the, I guess, hoopla around this movie, if I could use hoopla Please as a use term, hoopla. Like, I thought this movie was out for decades, yeah. and it wasn't. It's it only been like out it, in the last, like... Yeah. 15 years. This movie, this movie looks like it was made in 1996. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's written, directed, produced, and stars Tommy Wiseau. The man, the myth, the legend, some would say. Not a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think that's about all I got. Uh, so, JT, what happened in the room? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we follow a young entrepreneur, or uh, I guess he works at a bank? In finance, I He think. works in finance, <laughs> named Johnny, who is about to make 
a woman named Lisa his future wife. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Never says fiance, just says future wife. Never says fiance. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, things start to become a rise when uh, Lisa becomes bored with the relationship and tries to seduce their friend, Mark. Yes. And then uh, problems arise from there. Splits friendships apart. <sighs> a love triangle, a deadly. As it says on the cover triangle. of the movie, who can you really trust? That's what it says Not on. Not a good tagline <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> Makes it sound like a mystery, like murder mystery. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. <laughs> What's oh, it's a mystery, all right. <laughs> <laughs> How did this even get made? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Where to even begin? This movie oh, is a complete fucking mess. Oh, I love it so much! But it's <laughs> one of those complete messes where it's completely watchable. Oh, I want to make this like an annual ritual for our group of friends. I would be into it. Because it's just as enjoyable to watch because it's so bad. Yeah. Because it's taken so seriously. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's just like Troll 2. If you've seen (laughs) Troll 2, like, it's, I mean, obviously, it's not like Troll 2. There's not goblins in this movie. Or trolls. Yeah. Goblins, actually. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's it's a movie that was made by a very passionate filmmaker to be a serious movie and it just fails at every level, and because of that, it is amazing. It is very ridiculously ADR'd. The yeah. acting by Tommy Wiseau especially is awful. There's scenes where people's mouths are not moving, but there's words being said. <laughs> there is a very lar- loud ADR in the beginning of a man eating an apple and a man or somebody pouring a drink yeah. that is just deafening. Yeah. Uh, the movie has a lot of setup and no payoff <laughs> for several subplots. Oh, God. We're getting into that. <laughs> uh, there's only two sets in the entire movie? Pretty much. I think there's like a scene where they go into an alleyway at one point, but that's about it. Or they go into a coffee shop, but I don't think anything is paid for at right. one point. Besides the living room and a bed. Oh, 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 there's three sets. The living room, the bedroom. Living room, bedroom, and the roof. Rooftop. There's only a few other places that were filmed on location. Yeah. Which would be a coffee shop for a two-minute scene. Yeah. A flower shop for a... 30-second okay. scene. You're my favorite customer. And B-roll of just the city. Oh, yeah. With the same music being played over and over again. <laughs> like, anytime they change... Even they, even when they don't even change scenes, when they just, like, need time to go by. Yep. There's long, just stock footage of San Francisco just panning with this shitty fucking, like, <laughs> stock music being played. Right. Just... To wait for time to go by. And you don't know how much time has gone by. No, not, not at all. None. You have no idea. A month could have gone by in this movie. Yeah. A day could have gone by in this I, movie. I have a feeling that Johnny's birthday went on for three months. <laughs> <laughs> I, at least 
three days have gone by in this movie. Right? Because doesn't he wake up twice? At least. I don't... There's some times where there's long periods of time where you don't see Johnny and they they talk about days have gone by. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't he supposed to be the main character? And did you say last night? Which yeah. happened maybe two days ago? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. <laughs> uh, so this story originated as a play in 2001. Oh. Written by Tommy Wiseau. Oh my god. Uh, I want to do this play. He, yes. <laughs> he adapted the play to a 500-page book that could never get published because he never found anybody who wanted to publish it. So instead, he wanted to turn it into a movie. I can't even see how the script could be a 500-page book. Not that much happens. I could see it maybe being a 500-word book. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but yeah, 500 pages? I have no idea yeah. how it could be uh, how it could be played out and fu- in all that shit. Um, the budget of $6 million yeah. has... Uh, <laughs> let me just... Re- I'm going to read the wiki... On some of the production on this. Okay. Because that'll explain where the $6 million came from. Okay. Um, Wiseau has been secretive about exactly how he obtained the funding for the project, but he did tell Entertainment Weekly that he made some of the money by importing leather jackets from Korea. (laughs) According to Sestro, or Sestero, who plays Mark. Oh, Sestero. Sestero. Yeah. Who plays Mark in the film. In his book, The Disaster Artist, Wiseau was already independently wealthy at the time production began, having amassed a fortune over several years of entrepreneurship and real estate development in and around the Los Angeles and San Francisco area. This sounds like drugs. (laughs) The budget for the room (laughs) reached a $6 million mark, uh, all of which was spent on production and marketing. Wiseau has claimed that the reason the film was relatively expensive was because many members of the cast and crew had to be replaced, and each of the cast members had several understudies. I don't know. Uh, According to Sestero, Wiseau made numerous poor decisions during filming that unnecessarily inflated the film's budget, such as building sets for sequences that could have been filmed on location, (laughs) purchasing unnecessary equipment, and filming identical scenes multiple times using different sets. Sestero further claims that the film's budget skyrocketed as a result of minutes-long dialogue sequences taking hours or days to shoot due to Wiseau's inability to properly remember his lines or move to the appropriate place on camera. Oh my god. Uh, Purchasing necessary equipment is also a thing to add, because in the special features... Yeah, yeah. Of the DVD that we watched, the interview of Tommy Wiseau, he mistakenly purchased a 35mm camera and a HD camera. Yeah, which he used both. Which he used both <laughs> to film every scene of the room, apparently. Yeah. And to no effect whatsoever, because I think the theatrical version, he only used a 35mm cut. Jesus And he said Christ. in the interview there, he was going to use the HD for a documentary about the movie. 
but you're just going to have the exact same shots that the 35mm was going to use. Oh my god. Somebody duped him hard, yeah. and they duped him well, because he bought two cameras to film the exact same shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. Oh I want to know where he got that fucking money. I don't know. I don't know where he got the money. It's ridiculous. Molly Pop was saying earlier something about how Yeah, there was like a there's like this conspiracy that uh that the whole movie was made just to to funnel in drug money or launder drug money. That does sound a bit of like a conspiracy. Like Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Uh <laughs> Also, the okay, here's another thing here. Wiseau claimed while casting the film, he selected a group of actors from among thousands of headshots, yet nearly the entire cast of The Room had never before been in a full-length film. For example, The Room was the first film in which Carolyn Minogue had ever appeared, which I think is uh, Lisa, Lisa in the movie. Greg Sestero, who has known Wiseau for some time before the production began, had a limited film experience and had only agreed to work with Wiseau as part of the production crew. On the first day of filming, Wiseau fired the actor originally hired to play Mark, and Sestero agreed to fill in. He would later admit to being uncomfortable filming his sex scenes. This makes sense for oh God. Sestero's sex scene. Yeah. Uh, because of this, he was allowed to keep his jeans on while shooting his sex scene. He never takes his pants off. Nope. Never. Uh, and then... Oh, wait. Maybe Juliette Danielle was Lisa. I and, think Juliet. Yeah, I think she might have been. And who was Carolyn Minogue? Maybe she was uh, Michelle, the one that gives... <laughs> A shit? No, yeah. <laughs> the one that gives... Uh, yeah, the one that gives Mike the fucking Barney Fife blowjob. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God, fucking M- Mike is like the best. <laughs> He's like in two or three scenes, and all of them are amazing. Like he knows how fucked this is from day one. Like he just shows up and acts like a fucking idiot. I love it. Oh, also, okay, the script was significantly longer than the one used during filming, and featured a series of lengthy monologues. It was edited on set by the cast and script supervisor, who found much of the dialogue incomprehensible. Speaking to Entertainment Weekly, one anonymous cast member claimed that the script contained, quote, stuff that was just unsayable. I know it's hard to imagine there was stuff that was worse, but there was. (laughs) Cicero maintains that Wiseau... Uh, was adamant characters say their lines the way they were written, but several cast members managed to slip in ad-libs that ended up in the final cut of the film. Oh, God. And also, here's a very interesting tidbit that I wanted to bring up. Oh, please. That was subsequently cut from the movie. Oh, please. Cestero recalls in his book, The Disaster Artist, uh, that Wiseau intended for the film to contain a subplot in which Johnny was revealed to be a vampire. <laughs> due to Wiseau's own fascination with the creatures. Oh, fuck yes. That would have made the movie a thousand oh, times better. 
Yes. Sestro recounts how at the onset of production, Wiseau tasked members of the crew with figuring out a way to execute a sequence in which Johnny's Mercedes Benz would lift off from the roof of the townhouse and fly across the San Francisco skyline. He wants the same ending as Grease? (laughs) Revealing Johnny's vampiric nature. Wiseau eventually decided to drop the subplot after learning that there was no practical way to film the flying car scene on the production's budget. He wanted the same ending as Grease! Which I is just a scene where like, he's looking outside the back window to always be together! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another, another fun fact about this movie is more along the lines of there was a video game adaptation of what? this movie that was made in... For what? I, I don't know. I oh. think it's, de- it's like it's an 8-bit game. Oh, okay. You might be able to find it on oh my something. God. I want to find it. It's this. not like... It's a fan-made video game. It's unlicensed. It's an 8-bit video game made in 2010 oh. that like focuses on... Like, the movie, and also expands on what, like, Mark does. Because, like, it's never specified what he his job is in the movie. No, he just lays in but his a, room with candles lit. But at one reason. point in the movie, Lisa calls him and says, like, hey, I'm really busy. But he's just, like, sitting in a car. Yeah. And then later, he says that he's doing really well financially. So the video game and Mark, like... And Mark, in an interview after the movie was made, said that, like, he pretended that he was a vice cop and he was undercover doing stings. And so <laughs> the video game incorporates that into the video game. Oh, fantastic. So you need to find this game. Oh, I need to find it so bad. <laughs> we need to play the shit out of it. There that- is, There's a whole lot of scenes in this movie where people just show up and they're like, hey, I want to see... I want to see Johnny. He's like, oh, well, he's not here. Okay, well, I gotta leave anyways. I'm busy. Yeah. Then why'd you show up? Why? Did you why did you up? even come? Danny or Denny? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Denny shows up at one point and he was like, hey, is Johnny home? Like, oh no, he's gone. Okay, well, I'm busy anyways, so I'm gonna leave. <laughs> okay, you Danny. Just showed up. <laughs> the I was surprised to see how many sex scenes there were in this movie. There's a lot. This is borderline a Cinemax film. It really is. There's. <laughs> You see Lisa's boobs. That's about a lot. it. Yeah. Yeah. And you see half of Johnny's ass. You see his whole ass. He walks away. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does. Ass. Yeah, he makes sure that there's a scene where he walks to the bathroom with his whole bare ass <laughs> shown to the world. And I was, I was telling you before, like, Tommy Wiseau has a pretty tight body. But it's just starting yeah. to get to the point where it's not tight anymore and it's starting yeah. to loosen up. So it looks weird. Like, yeah. look at his face. That's what his body also looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's unnerving. Like, it looks like he stays in shape, but it's like, there's only so much, like, staying in shape can do for you. When you're, like, 45 when you're, Yeah, when you're, 50. like, yeah. That's also kind of weird, too. He's, like... I don't know how old he is. Yeah, and he acts like he's, like, in his early, like, in his late 20s, early 30s. And it is physically he's not. not possible. No, he's not. Unless he was on meth sometime during his life. Yeah. Like, he is and at a- least minimum 50. <laughs> yeah. I can't see how he would look old because he doesn't drink. No. <laughs> he d- 
doesn't drink except for the time where Lisa drink. tricks him into drinking or the time in the script he just forgot that he doesn't drink and <laughs> drinks champagne. He drinks with what with who he thinks is his pregnant future wife. <laughs> Not fiance. Not future fiance, wife. future wife. Oh. Uh, also, many I won't, I won't say many, but there are several subplots in this that are just nowhere dropped. Nowhere. And they never get resolved. I don't think Tommy Wiseau knows how humans work. <laughs> there's like, nah. there's a lot of shit in here where I'm like, if you were a human being, you know that this is not a thing. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's a yeah. scroll. He probably is. <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene in here where like, where like uh, Lisa's mom talks about breast cancer like it's a cold. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just got diagnosed with breast cancer. It's a sure thing. And then never brings never it up, brought up again. There's even scenes where Lisa's like, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. You just, just got diagnosed with breast cancer a day ago. You said it was a sure thing. Yeah. Are but, you okay, mom? I'm okay. Are you sure? I just didn't get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Like, what are you talking In about? In the scene where she introduces it, she talks more about her brother trying to get possession of her house than she does the life-threatening breast cancer <laughs> that she has. Yeah. Also, another subplot that's dropped, the Denny apparently buys drugs yeah. or something. He, yeah, Denny buys drugs and owes very dangerous men a lot of money. Never comes back Never up. Never comes back up. It even even results in a man pulling a gun on Denny. <laughs> Almost killing him. To which, yeah, to which Mark and Johnny stop him right away and <laughs> put him somewhere. I don't know. They just lead him down the down in the doorway somewhere. They said they're going to take him to the police, but then yeah. come right back in like two minutes. Yeah. And then, Le- <laughs> and then Lisa, I guess, just screams at him for like the next fucking two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not even how you interrogate people when you know about like you sit them down like she's just going belligerently screaming at him like what what drugs like you don't even know what drugs he does what he did he just says drugs yeah and like, then at the same time she's yelling at her mom to like leave him alone and the mom is like doing most of the grilling like yeah what like, what are you doing doing to the dangerous man? Blah, I don't even blah, blah, think blah. the mom knows what's going on. Like, nobody knows what's yeah. going on in this movie. Because, like, Lisa's like, are you doing drugs? Are you all money? And then the mom's like, you're doing drugs? No, I'm like, leave him alone. He's had enough. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, if I, I, I would be the mom in this situation. Like, where'd the drugs and money come from? <laughs> and Lisa's like... It's fine. He's fine. We've got this. Like, no, you don't. You obviously do not. And then it, apparently it's like not even a day later. And then it's like, oh, Denny, let's play football on a roof. <laughs> okay, let's bring up football. <laughs> because they love to play football oh in this movie. And not football. Just catch. They yeah. love to catch a no football. One, yeah, no one's playing actual football. I don't know if Tommy Wiseau knows what football is. He's just seen people throw them, and he's like, this is what people do. They and throw I, footballs. And just by the way Tommy Wiseau throws a football, you can tell that he's never thrown a football before. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure there's there's scenes in here where money's supposed to be exchanged. I don't think Tommy Wiseau knows how money works. <laughs> <laughs> just begging the fact that he is a scroll yeah. in this movie. He just walks into a flower shop and then he just like throws paper and then like they ADR a scene or is like, keep the change. I'm pretty good, sure after that it's doggy. Like, yeah, good doggy. Like the dog looks like he wants to kill himself. You're my favorite customer. You're my favorite customer. <laughs> or like how the shopkeeper's looking directly in his face for five seconds before he says, Oh, Johnny, I didn't know it was you. <laughs> what other fucking weird, haunting, weird yeah. thing this is. Haunting, long hair. Does he need to have long hair? It doesn't make any sense if no. he works in the finance. He looks homeless, and then he's like, I work in a bank. And he always wears, like, <laughs> a weird, ill-fitting... Big, big, flowy shirts. Yeah, or, <laughs> like, a cut-off tee. <laughs> and he's always wearing fucking, like, cargo khakis. God. Like, yeah. how are you... You look awful. <laughs> He wears like a big double-breasted ill-fitting yeah. jacket. His pants and, like, are always cargo like cargo pants. His pants are always like very bulgy at the crotch like and he has like a big like huge belt on it too where it's like it looks like he bought like 3x pants for himself <laughs> and then just got a belt to kind of fill in the rest of it. Yeah. Cuz he you know sometimes he looks like he's wearing like MC Hammer pants like the fucking yeah. crotch is so billowy like Jinko jeans or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. I don't know man. Uh at one point, the all the, like the friend characters congregate in tuxedos to play a game of football. Yeah, and that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. There's a throwaway line where it's they talk about taking pictures. And I don't know. Maybe if that's it. They're supposed to take pictures for his wedding. That's not a thing, though. You take those pictures the day of your wedding. Yeah, and so I don't know why they were in tuxes. <laughs> in an in the interview section, you. They ask him why they play football in tuxedos, and Tommy Wiseau just goes around the question. Yeah, he doesn't just really says, answer it. Because people like to play football, even in tuxedos. And it's like, but why were they wearing tuxedos? <laughs> that wasn't the question. The question was, why are they wearing tuxedos? Also, that's a weird scene, too, because all three of them kind of show up very sequentially. Yeah. And but they all close the door and then they ring the doorbell. Yeah. They don't just come in and keep the door open for the other two to come in. Yeah. It's just walk in, close the door, doorbell rings, open door, other person comes in, closes the door, <laughs> doorbell ring. This is like it within five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do this if you're a normal person. You would be like, hey, hold the door. Or, like, yeah. I'm coming in. Like, they have to see each other down this fucking hallway <laughs> or whatever They're apartment. They're doing this so close together where they have to be walking in at the same time. <laughs> but they still close the door and then the doorbell rings. Do you notice when Mark came in and he was clean shaven? Like, they made a big deal about showing it. <laughs> I was reading in the wiki while I was watching the movie why they did that. Because I assumed in my brain to make the movie make sense that he shaved because Lisa liked it. Like yeah. it liked him clean shaven. Yeah. But it wasn't. Sestero says in his book that he was told to shave by Wiseau just so in the movie, Johnny could call him a baby face. <laughs> That's the only reason. That is the only reason. Oh my fucking God. 
Uh, I love. I want to be friends with Tommy Wiseau. I don't want to be friends I with want Tommy Wiseau. To know, I want to know who he is. Uh, oh my god, it's fantastic. This fucking movie is so... But like, at one point, like, maybe in the first like 20 minutes of the movie, it is like a Skinamax movie. Yeah. Like, almost... Sex completely. is like treated like cuddling. Like, there's like a... In the very beginning, there's a scene where... Johnny and Lisa are, like, in the apartment together. She's, like, showing off, like, this red dress that he bought her. And then Denny walks in. Yeah. And they're like, oh, hi, Denny. And it's like, I'm going to go upstairs and take a nap. And he's like, can I join you? Can I join you for a nap? (laughs) Denny (laughs) asks if he can join Johnny for a nap. Yeah. And he says, no. And then Lisa was like, oh, well, I'm going to join him. And he, and then he doesn't even, like, okay, okay, maybe Denny's slow. And he's like, oh, sure. okay, like, I'll nap with you guys. And then Denny doesn't say, oh, can I nap with both of you? No, he says, can I watch? Yeah. Can I Real watch you? Weird. Yeah. Even if you thought that they were napping, can I watch you nap? <laughs> That's almost weirder than asking, can I watch you two fuck each other? <laughs> it is weirder. <laughs> it's weirder. So anyway, he leaves. But then he comes, yeah. So but they then go upstairs. Comes back. But then he, he comes back while, I guess, they're doing their pre-sex pillow fight. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, Denny's here. And they start pillow fighting him, to which I thought there was going to be a weird three-way. Yeah. With this young kid and two people. Yeah. And they were like, well, you better leave, Denny. I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Which made me thought, like, so, like, okay, it's a common practice for men. Yeah. When you know you're about to have sex, yeah. you get a boner. Yes. Does that mean that he had a pillow fight with Denny with a fucking raging heart on? I can't uh, say that I didn't think about that. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure he did. He had to have. If you know you're going to fuck some, if you know you're going to fuck, you, the, the you boners got a boner. And, boners and toe. <laughs> you got a boner. Boners and toe. If you're gonna, if you're gonna bang. Apparently, Denny doesn't care. He's gonna no. throw caution to the boner and <laughs> yeah. like dive right in with his feather pillow. Yeah, like Denny knows less about human beings than anyone anyone <laughs> anyone really yeah he just likes a good game of football he just likes playing football and doing what drugs are whatever they are and borrowing money i don't even know what that situation was i can't so he bought drugs but he owes money right did he so he he owed the money to buy the drugs and then if so what were the drugs did the guy who sell, sold drugs just give him free drugs and say, like, you owe me? I guess. But then, like, Johnny's paying for all of his shit. Why don't you just use the money that Johnny gives him to buy drugs? What is happening in this movie? <laughs> oh, and then there's the one scene where Mark is talking to, like, the other friend who's a psychiatrist. Who is it? Pete? Or oh, fucking Pete! Is it Pete? Yeah, it is Pete. <clears throat> and, like, they're talking on the roof set. Yeah. And, like, Pete finds out... This This also felt like a scene where he was like, we're gonna make the friend of the psychologist so he knows exactly what's happening 
without being told what's happening. Right. Because there's no reason for him to be a psychologist because there's times where, like, because he, he finds ways to bring it up in, in the most dumbass ways where he was like, oh, Pete, you're trying to analyze me like your other patients because you're a psychologist. <laughs> like, he just brings it up all the fucking time. And then when he does talk, he doesn't sound like a psychologist at all. There's some times where he was like, what do you think about this, Pete, about, like, my potential wife, like, <laughs> like treating me like shit? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, this, so, that, is that your medical opinion, Pete? Yeah, yeah you fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, so Pete ends up finding out that uh, Mark is having an affair with Lisa. Yeah. And Mark is not having any of that. And so they get into to a little bit of scuffle. He almost kills him. Yeah, to the point where Mark, apparently good friends with Pete, tries to grab him by the collar and throw him off a building. Yeah. To the then where he stops. And then they just have a civil conversation afterwards. Yeah. How do you fucking Troy, get better from this? Troy, I want to stop you right here. Okay. If you try and throw me off a, off a rooftop... There's a good chance our friendship's gonna be over. All right, I accept <laughs> just, this. Just to reality. warn you, just to warn you ahead. Like Pete and Mark, they might be a little bit more closer than us. <laughs> sure, but if you try Maybe. and throw me off a rooftop, I don't think I'm gonna be friends with you anymore. All right. Well, don't meet me on any roofs pretty soon. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> that Thor I'll try, I'll try not to talk about shit about Thor Ragnarok <laughs> on the rooftop with you. <laughs> Oh, shit. But, yeah, and then, even after that, never brought up ever again. Not again. Not ever. No. The the, the apparent attempted murder that Mark <laughs> tries to lay on Pete never comes up again. Not, not ever. So, I feel like in the hands of another writer, this film could be at pretty interesting. Because it, it takes a turn... Not of, like, the cheating husband. It's, like, the woman who's bored and looks to seek action somewhere else, and it happens to be Johnny's best friend. I feel like if it was a more well-rounded writer (laughs) and director and actor and producer, (laughs) that this film would have been average. Because... (laughs) It's a it's not like a complicated idea. It's like these two people love each other. The woman likes the best friend, wants to be with the best friend. The guy ends up finding out, breaks his heart on his birthday. You have a tragedy of a movie. Because the end, spoilers, fucking Johnny blows his fucking brains out <laughs> at the end of this movie after like fist fucking a dress. Yeah. That he bought for. The the most sensuous love scene in this entire movie is him rubbing his cock up against his dress. And, like, I don't think that's what it was supposed to be, but that's what it definitely looks like. like. (laughs) That's what it looked like. But, no, I don't, like, maybe, but even how the plot plays out, it makes no sense. Like, she is actually going out of her way to do stuff for him. Yeah. And she's still fucking the best friend. And still talking behind his back about how bored she is. How bored are you if you were going out of your way to plan this extravagant surprise birthday party? I have no idea. We have to decorate not one, but two different backdrops. Because <laughs> the, they're having the party in both the the fucking living room 
and the rooftop. Yeah. Like, you are doing a lot for a person you don't really fucking care about. Yeah. And the fact that she is going behind Johnny's back, like, makes it really weird because you think the interactions between Johnny and Lisa then would be more hectic. Yeah. And they're not. It's like they still are madly in love with each other. And the hectic and that and like the hectic scenes come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like you don't know about you don't hear or see the scene where she talks about him hitting her. No. It just happens where he shows up on the like he just comes to the roof and says, Lisa said I hit her. Was that a private conversation? <laughs> because you both know that's not true. Right. So why is it a private conversation? I, I, I don't Does know. Does just think that, like, oh, I can get him, if I get him drunk enough, I'll get him to believe that I uh, he hit me, and then I'll make him feel like the piece of shit, and then he leaves. Yeah. That but was that makes, not well executed. No! <laughs> not well In executed. In fact, the exact opposite happened. They had fucking sex. Yeah. Lisa has sex three times in a row in this movie. Four times. In a row? Not in a row, but she has sex a lot in this. Like, it, like in the first half an hour, she has sex three times, I think. She does, yeah. It happens very close to the beginning with Tommy Wiseau, and then with Mark's character, and then Tommy Wiseau again, where they reuse footage from the first sex scene in the second sex the scene. The exact same footage. <laughs> like, all the way down to, like crumpling up a fucking rose and like laying the petals on her tits and him flexing his weird half muscular <laughs> dimply ass like he does it in a way where like he covers up the crack with the sheet so it looks like he's shoved like he's shoving the sheets in his ass like his ass is trying to eat the bed sheets <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's so and who do you think the best actor is in this movie oh my god the best one Oh, man. <laughs> I want to say Michelle is probably the best. I'm going to... I think I'm going to agree with you there. I think the Michelle and Mike combination are... I want to see more of them. And They needed to be more Especially of them Especially Mike, because Mike knew how fucked this production was yeah. and was just, like, <laughs> acting like the biggest fucking idiot. Like, yeah. I still love the Barney Fife blowjob face, yeah. where he's like, Oh, my! I'm getting blown! <laughs> it needed, like, a slide whistle, like, yeah, Yeah. And, like, they do this shit where they're, like, fucking trying to be sexy, but it just involves him eating a shit ton of chocolate. Yeah, like, cr- cramming his face full of chocolate. Yeah, like, everything they do involves him eating chocolate, where I'm like, dude, you're gonna get a fucking stomachache. <laughs> like, you're not gonna be near enough, you're near enough prepared to have sex because you're going to be so full of chocolate you're going to be sick I also agree that Michelle is probably the best actor in this movie yeah the worst definitely Tommy Wiseau <laughs> just the not not good but Lisa is a very close second yes she's not good at all I uh, who do you think is worse Lisa or Denny oh my god <laughs> I love it because the three of them are, like, the most prominent characters throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And oh the my God. worst actors in it. Oh, I I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just always look forward to the mom showing up. Me too. Because I wanted to know more. Like, I wanted her to say more crazy shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wanted to know more Let about me her on life. your life. More. Yeah, I want I want just a like a fucking I want a fucking prequel where it's like <laughs> we follow the mom's origins where she's so nonchalant about breast cancer for no reason. <laughs> Just to have her diagnosis yeah. and everything. Yeah, like she got diagnosed with every other cancer but breast cancer. <laughs> so then like when she gets, so, oh yeah, breast cancer. It's like, oh, well, it's no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> I always, I had breast cancer. But, but wait, my brother's trying to take my house? What a dick. What an asshole. I'm going to make sure my daughter knows about this. And then if the breast cancer thing comes up, well, I'll bring it up. But <laughs> Well, if it comes up naturally, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is like she's just like like yeah he's trying to take my house i'm pretty mad and i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> that's how it comes up oh also who's the other friend that just shows oh, up yeah for no reason like there's a scene where yeah where uh lisa and mark are making out while everyone's on the roof having the party and then a random guy shows up and is very mad yeah and you never see him. He's never there. Like, he wasn't even there for the tuxedo football party. No. He just showed up and he was like, what are you doing to Johnny? And then he's like a big part through like the rest of that whole act until like the very yeah. end where he, like, like the whole party leaves. Yeah. Like he grills, he grills Lisa like all the time. Right. And you never know his name. Not, not even a name. Like <laughs> Michelle isn't even like, hey, guy <laughs> like you've got a good point there yeah it's lisa Nothing. and guy are there just yelling at her no idea or yeah I, michelle and guy are yelling even at. yeah does he have a name i'm gonna look it up uh <laughs> yeah it's Insanity. I have no idea what the fuck his name is. They never say it. I think his name is Steven. <laughs> Greg Ellery as Steven, a friend of Johnny and Lisa. Because it doesn't match any of the other ones. Because okay. they say Peter's the psychologist. Yeah. Chris R. is the drug dealer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, they, yeah, they do like this weird thing where they just say Chris R., why don't you just what call him that? Chris? There's no other Chris in this movie. Yeah. Like, get away from him, Chris R. <laughs> <laughs> There's Michelle, Lisa's best friend. Mike, Michelle's boyfriend. The two standouts. Yeah. Claudette is Lisa's mother. Oh, my God. Yeah, this guy's name is Steven. Not named. Not named His dropped name once. never comes up. Well, he's last on the call sheet, so <laughs> what yeah, do you expect? That's true. That's true. Anyway, this movie is a freaking mess. I fucking love it. But it's a horrible, Ugh. great mess. I love it so much. We need to have a party and show everybody. I'm into it. We should do like a Troll 2 The Room double yeah. feature. It yeah. would be amazing. I know. Like, you could legit have a drinking game where every time Johnny chuckles, <laughs> which is every time. He every ends time every sentence yeah. with a chuckle. Like. Anything from my princess. Ha ha. <laughs> or the time where he laughs about domestic abuse. Oh my god! <laughs> what a funny story, Mark. <laughs> what fucking insanity. <laughs> oh my god. I Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tommy Wiseau doesn't know how people work. No. Like he was locked in a basement for 20 years and he came out and they were like, Hey, write this script about how 
people interact with each other. Okay. <laughs> I'll pull together, like, scenarios I had where I caught, like, random glimpses of happy days or whatever. God, it's like he's never spoke before. And yeah. And sometimes he's ADR'd terribly. Yeah. Like, your lips... I feel like are doing a better job speaking than what the voice is coming out of. Oh, the DVD has an interview with him that we watched, and yeah. he ADRs himself in the video. <laughs> in the interview. <laughs> he ADRs his own answers. Yeah. Which he could have just reshot. <laughs> his answers aren't that long. It's not like a f- fucking hour-long interview. It's like oh. ten minutes. It's, it's so silly. Uh, well, why Zoe and Sestero are scheduled to release a spin-off film. Oh, please. In 2018 called Best Friends, where the R is in parentheses, so it looks like it could be Best Fiends. Oh my god. Doesn't yes. that fucking sound amazing? Oh, I want to go to opening night. <laughs> I don't see how it could work because if it's a spin-off and Wizo and Sestero were playing the same characters, Wizo is completely dead. He's a vampire. He can come back to life. Bring him back. He's a vampire. <laughs> Let his dream come true of him being a vampire. <laughs> I love it. Uh, JT, I probably already know, but what would you grade this movie? Oh, my God. Just for the viewing pleasure, I'm going to go with an A fucking plus. <laughs> Watch it. Love it. It's amazing. I'm going to go on the opposite side of the spectrum. I'm going to give this movie an F minus. Oh, God. But no. because it's so bad, it's good and flips back around to greatness. Yeah. It's kind of like that episode of Futurama where everything dies, but then it comes back to life the exact same way. It's 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 so bad that it goes back to being good. And the great part is it's an hour and a half long. Oh, it's not hard to watch at it's all. It's amazing. Like, you... Going into it, you know, like, oh, this is going to be bad. And it's so bad that it's like, this can't be possibly any worse. It does. And then it just keeps topping itself, and you're like, holy shit, this is completely watchable. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So much. Yeah, I love it. You need to watch it with people, though. If you watch it by yourself, you're weird. But watch it with a giant group of friends. Have some drinks. Get drinks. You're going to have a really fun time. I... Completely agree. I give this movie no credit. It is awful, but the best kind of awful that there is. (laughs) If you have a friend, which I now have a friend that owns the movie, we can have this This party anytime. This is going to happen sometime soon. It needs to happen. I am completely surprised that this movie you can't just watch on YouTube. Yeah. Like, it's, it blows my mind. Like, why Zoe has this shit, like, locked down? Hey, it's because probably, he like, the only way he it. makes money. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised he's so on top oh of his God. shit. I, dude, it, oh, it's so good. It's so fucking good. It is. Um, <laughs> uh, well, you got anything else to say about The Room? Watch it as yeah. soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> ingest it with a with some friends uh was there anything else you've been into this last week jt uh uh i watched a movie on netflix called the late bloomer okay i've been on my uh hunt for a good r-rated comedy Uh uh-huh this one's not bad all right i liked it 
All right. It's actually directed by Kevin Pollack. Really? Yeah. It's okay. on Netflix. Uh, it's about a guy. Uh, it's actually based on a true story about a, a guy who uh, kind of grew up like not really having much of a sex drive and felt kind of weird about his body. Uh-huh. And then realized that, uh, or uh, went to the doctor and found out that there was a small brain tumor that was like cutting off his pituitary gland, and he never went through puberty. Oh, I saw a trailer for this. Yeah, it looks interesting. It's really funny. Okay, like Camille uh, 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 Nanjiani and um, oh, shit, what's his name? He's from Saturday Night Live. He plays Vladimir Putin on Saturday Night Live all the time. Oh, like something Beck Be- Bennett. Yeah, Beck Bennett. Yeah. They play like his friends. And, like, they're amazing as, like, the fucking friends where, like, Beck Bennett's, like, the fucking, uh, like, asshole single friend that's just fucking everything. And then, like, Camille Johnny's like, the voice of reason who's, like, married with, like, two kids. And, like, they're just, they play off each other fucking awesomely. And, like, there's a, like, there's a pretty stacked-ass cast in this. Yeah, from what I remember, there's, like, a lot yeah, of comedy like, people J.K. In it. Simmons is in it. Um, the gym teacher chick from Glee's in it. Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch is in there. Yeah, like, lots of funny people, and it's, like, all around, like, there's, like, uh, raunchy humor in it, but it's not, like, one, like, raunchy humor where it feels forced. Like, cool. it actually makes sense in terms of the plot. Right on. Like, it was really good. I, I re- recommend it. It was Sweet. good. I might have to check this out. Yeah. And I, I finally finished Life is Strange. Okay. The, sh- the game that I had on my, on, uh, my PS4 from, uh, PS Plus. Uh... It's good up until the last chapter, and the last chapter is weird as fuck. Okay. And then it just kind of ends. All right. <laughs> so it's like, like it even like the the fourth chapter even ends in a way where you're like, oh fuck, what's gonna happen? And then from there, it just kind of happens, and it's weird. Oh. Like they go into like this weird nightmare phase where you're like, I don't even know if this is real. Like, what's <laughs> happening? Uh... And then they make you have this make this decision at the end and then you do it and then it's just like, Oh, well you made this decision. Here's what happened. Now it's over. You're like, <sighs> all right. Sounds like you didn't like it. Yeah. It, it was like, it's a pretty fun game. It's like those telltale games, but like your character has the ability to rewind time. Uh huh. So like, it's fun in that sense, but it's, I don't know. That ending was really fucking weak. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, me and Molly, we started watching that 70s show, but we moved over to Raising Hope. Okay. We've been falling asleep to that lately, and it's pretty funny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Give it a give it a good couple episodes. I think you might like it. All right. I'll bring it up to Sea Dog, see what she thinks. Yeah. Right on. And that's all I've been watching. Uh, well, I finished Hick Mania. Oh, completely. shit. Uh, Hick Mania is complete. I finished Secret Wars. Uh, 2015 or whenever it was done. Uh, really good run. There was some ups and downs in it, and me and uh, GHD are gonna do an Imperius Rex on oh, the whole. I'm we're sure. actually gonna break it into three parts. Oh damn! Uh, we're gonna do like a Fantastic Four episode, the Avengers episode, and then a Secret Wars episode. Gotcha. So, take a look at that. Uh, speaking of Imperius Rex, there's. Two new episodes out? Oh, damn. Dave just dropped one, like, a week ago. Oh, man, I don't even remember what it's about now. Oh, it's about Grant Morrison's The Invisibles. Okay. And then he dropped another one today of comic book 
properties that should be adapted to like film or TV. Ooh, I'd be interested to see that one. Like we filmed these so long ago that I've completely <laughs> forgotten what they are. <laughs> but uh, one of our uh, friends of the show, actually Carr Andrews, who's a comic book creator. Yeah. Uh, follows us and like retweets all of our shit and really enjoys our show. Right so on. pretty sweet. I dig it. Uh, but anyway, Hickmania, good. Secret Wars, the big event that, uh, like spurred off the recreation of the Marvel universe is a surprisingly small story. Like it's a lot about Dr. Doom in it. Oh shit. And if you've, <clears throat> sorry, read like the past secret wars where it's essentially like taking a bunch of action figures and just clanging them together and like having heroes fight heroes for no reason. Yeah. This is, this isn't it. It's something like a smaller story and it builds on everything that he's kind of been setting forward. It's really not what I expected, but I didn't hate it at all. All right. So right on. Um, also I've dived back into, uh, Marvel comics, the untold story that, uh, oh, the dirt yeah. sheets of Marvel oh, comics, if you shit. will. Um, I kind of put a pause on it to read all of Hickmania, and I'm getting right back into it now. I'm into, like, the 80s, where Jim Shooter is the editor-in-chief. Uh, and in that era of Marvel, wasn't really well-respected. Because I'm in the point now where it's 1986, and Marvel is almost bankrupt. Oh, shit. And DC Comics is doing extremely well. <laughs> because everybody that was doing well in Marvel is getting pissed at Jim Shooter and jumping over to DC... Like, Denny O'Neill, who had Amazing Batman run, and Frank Miller, who then made The Dark Knight Returns, and then Watchmen oh. came out, oh. and Crisis on Infinite Earths came oh. out, and John Byrne left uh, Fantastic Four to go make the new Superman book that was really well-received. Oh, shit. Like, all of those people left, and Jim Shooter's just, like, shitting in his hands. Like, <laughs> there's nothing to do. So I'm waiting to see how that wraps up. Because I know in the 90s, they file for bankruptcy. Oh, So I kind of want to see where it goes from there. Also, I haven't watched this yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Somebody told me that there's a documentary about the Roger Corman's Fantastic Four movie on Hulu. And it's called Doom, or Doomed, the untold story of Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. Yeah. I think it's on Hulu. It might be on also on Amazon Prime. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to that because I've seen that movie. It's bad. (laughs) But I think it, out of all of the Fantastic Four movies there's been, this one is the most true to the character. And even though it is a bad movie, it nails, when it was made, it nails what the characters were. All right. And it's the best interpretation of Doctor Doom to set to screen yet. Oh, shit. Even though it's a bad movie... (laughs) It's the best interpretation, I believe, that of the character. Fight me on it. At me at it. I don't give a shit. I will defend it to my dying breath. But that's all I've been into this last week. All right. I got a really dry throat. Jesus. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I'm just like trying to find (laughs) some spit or something. Um, Well, JT... You want to spit at you? Where can they do so? Well, they probably will after that Thor rant that I had. But uh, don't don't meet anybody on a roof. I'm, I'm just, 
Don't we're not going to the roof anytime <laughs> soon. But uh yeah, follow me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and hey, why not Snapchat? Right. You can find me at Short of the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. And if you take that Review Review Pod, hit Control C. You can hit Control V on any <laughs> other internet site that you think that we would should probably be on, because we are also on Facebook at Bam. Review Review Pod. We have a Gmail Review Bam. Review Pod at Gmail We are on iTunes Bam. at Review Review Pod. Google Play. Bam. Stitcher. Bam. That might be it. Bam. There you go. We are everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere podcasts are sold, you can find us there for free. Yeah. Not behind a paywall, baby. We, we ain't doing this. We ain't doing this to for our livelihood. Yeah, we're not making a buck off we're this. We're having fun. We would love to sell out and make millions off I this. cannot wait. <laughs> Uh, but if you are using iTunes, I suggest that, uh, if you like the show, I would rate the show, give it a comment and because that finds through some algorithm at the top of some iTunes search. Yeah. And it finds, it helps other people find the show as well. Of course. <coughs> That's a dry throat, man. Jesus Christ. We need to get the fuck out of here. <sighs> uh, well, anyway, that's the show. Yeah. Everyone should check out the room. 100%. Please, please do check out the room. Do we have anything planned for next week? Uh, my idea for next week. Oh yeah, uh, well, because uh, a lot of things come out of Comic Con had a, had a theme of both being sci-fi and very '80s nostalgic. Yep. I was thinking that maybe this would be a perfect time to cover the most '80s sci-fi film <laughs> ever, the Steven Spielberg classic. E.T. the extraterrestrial. Sounds good to me. I dig it. In fact, I just watched it a week ago. You told me this. And uh little known fact, I have not I've never watched it all the way through. So Which blows my mind. Fire and pitchfork me all you all you <laughs> must, but yes, I have not I never got around to actually seeing the whole thing all the way through. Good deal. We got nothing planned for next week anyway. In fact, we have nothing planned for next month. I know. So we could almost make a theme out of it if we wanted to. We could do all 80s movies if we oh, wanted to next month. Shit. So for no maybe. reason. Yeah, for just no to reason. do it. So there you go. Lay, lay out what you want reviewed in August. Yes. If not, we're going to do August 80s. There you go. We're doing it. We got nothing on the schedule, bro. Let's do it. Bam! I'm into it. Although we, I think uh, Defenders comes out, I think, sometime in August. Well, then we'll probably be watching Defenders then. Yeah. <laughs> Defenders, and then, other than that, 80s. <laughs> 80s. <laughs> so there uh, you go. A sweet deal. E.T., the extraterrestrial, next week. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to what you think. Good. I definitely haven't seen this in, like, 15 years, for the exception of Friday. Before Friday. I haven't seen it in like 15 years. Yeah. And there's things that I just remember differently All right. about it. So I'm interested to have a chat about it. All right. But anyway, uh, that's the show. All right. Next week, E.T. Until next time, I've been short of the Max Extreme. I am JD3K. And we...